This program is a collaboration of personal opinions and individual free thought. It does not represent the views or narrative of the mainstream corporate media hacks. Viewer discretion is advised. And here we go. Live from the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live here on the Break the Bell Podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. We're here. We are here, and we're both alive. We are alive. We are live. I think we're live and alive. Maybe we're not because this could be a simulation. That's true. I mean, we've talked about uh, that before. This could all just be an illusion. Maybe we're not alive. Maybe this is just our. Maybe this is just your subconscious of afterlife, and this is what you got stuck with. This is your hell. I would think we'd have more viewers at least. (laughs) This this is your fucking hell. (laughs) How's everybody doing? It is Monday night. As always, we are live. It is 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, just like we are live every Monday night. As long as something doesn't change, which it usually doesn't on it Monday nights. doesn't. That's, wood. that's our weekends. That, that yeah. changes all the time. But yeah. Monday nights, not so much. We, yeah. we try to be consistent, at least with one of our right. four shows that yeah. are out there. And at, after like a, a long Monday, it's kind of nice just to be able to sit down and, and it really is. shoot the shit. My, my Monday was really long. I got, actually got off early today, but then oh. I had to come write a show. But then I had right. a consultation for another business venture that I'm doing, like mm. dead in the middle of that. My my buddy was like, "Hey, can you do this uh, video chat at five? It's like, "Yeah, I'm not writing a podcast or <laughs> yeah, anything, <right? laughs> but cool, that that works." But yeah. um, we're here. That's all that matters. Yes. Um, yeah, this is like where we can just like throw it all out there and just hang, right. hang, let it hang loose and hang low yeah. as as hang to the left as we I usually do. Right, Are so. you a, you a right? You're righty. Yeah, I'm a righty. I, I'm a lefty. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> tonight we're going to talk about. Speaking of hanging loose, we're going to talk about. The world's most elite it's scumbag party, yes. basically, where where um, the richest of the world come together and discuss how to save the world that they broke. Yes. Would you say it's like a collection of supervillains? <laughs> yeah, yes. I'd yes. say so. Like okay. a okay. supervillain convention. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, but the, the problem is the supervillain, the supervillains, at least from what it would appear, they have no self-awareness. They don't right. realize they're the actual supervillains yes. because they're like, you know, there's all these supervillains out there and they're destroying this planet. And we need to come up with a solution on how to save the planet. Yeah. And it's just like, you're the fuckers yeah, that did right. it. You're the ones that contribute to probably 99% yeah. of the air pollution. You're the ones that right. contribute to 99% of the inequality in the world. Yes. Um, and you're probably a bunch of rich white dudes. So even yeah. like the gender gap, you contribute to the majority of that as yeah. well. So all the things that you're here to discuss, it's you. It's you, you people should yes. just be pointing fingers at each other and be like, I, it should be like fucking Michael Jackson's man in the mirror. It's like, you, you know, go. I'm the fucking problem. Not, not the people that we want, want to control, which, uh, all this is is a a big probably 
fuckfest orgy of the right. nerds that can't get any anywhere else right and be a way for them to say how can we how can we get together and uh how can we control the world population right. even more so we can become yeah. even richer that's what it all oh, is yeah. it's about them it's not about equity well in a way it's about semi-equity because it's about making us all just smashing us down to be even more right. poor while they take more yeah. of our money from us that yeah. that's what it is wouldn't it be great if we took all the lower class poor people and locked them up in little cities right. and then we could have we could take care of the wild and the animals and we would be the only ones that eat red meat yeah yeah obviously and, because, because we are responsible because yeah we're the responsible ones that kill off the wild in yeah. the first place we're the ones that built these fucking cities right. in the first place yeah we're gonna get into all this stuff but um like one of the things i had seen was they're like with more and more population moving into the cities, with that increasing to 80% by the year 2050 or what, it's like, you're the ones putting them there. Right, right. You're the ones that want them there. The same people that come up with these forums are the same people that come up with like the agenda 2030 that mm -hmm. is put, wanting to push people into like right. the smart cities. And, um, but they're like, well, cities are like 90% of the pollution. It's like, well, stop putting more people there. Right. Like yeah. spread them out a little yeah. bit. Let, let's spread the footprint out so it's right. not so concentrated. Right. But I I don't know. I don't know what's in their brains. Yeah. Apparently, obviously they're smart because they're rich. Oh, obviously, so they're smarter than us. Right. So, but so what? What do we know? So uh, we're here having our own forum to discuss their Davos forum yes. and how uh, ridiculous it sounds to the layman. But yes. again, we're we're stupid because That's we're true. poor yes so that makes sense so what do we know but we're going to discuss it anyway That's right because we're armchair quarterbacks yes we are um the, some some of the topics i want to discuss are um such as like the climate change initiatives there's like the like i said the smart city initiatives we've got uh the amount like i want to discuss like the amount it costs just for these people to go here right um the, the the act extracurricular activities that are involved in all, all kinds of stuff we're we're covering the full spread here and i know we've talked about davos before probably yeah. last year about probably, this time yeah. it's always a good time you know it is it's like it's like our own party here yeah. it's like it's davos 23 it's kind of like yeah yeah it's like it kind of confirms theory. like all our conspiracy theories through the year it's this is like like the super bowl of of all those in it, one it's <laughs> weird though this year it does seem I mean, they're at least giving off the appearance that people are starting to turn on those people. Yeah. I don't believe it. I don't either. Because people are stupid yeah. and the media is all over their jocks. But right. um, it does appear that people are starting to wake up and realize this is just a bunch of rich white dudes that mm -hmm. are trying to determine how uh, we should live our lives. Hopefully that is the case, but... Uh, they'll find a way. They'll they find will. a way they to will. retain that control. Yeah. I. It would be amazing to see this just unraveling at the seams. That would and, be. I mean, you know these kinds of people, they're egotistical anyways. Can you imagine getting them in a room together and them being like, well, you need, you yeah. actually need to cut down on your oil production. They're like, oh, you're looking at me. Do you see how much uh, pollution you're putting out every time? And yeah. It's just like a big. Right. Like they stroke each other's ego, but their their own ego there's got to be a lot of yeah you, uh, you think arguments. they like play like games of poker for the populations of countries oh yeah like i will see you malawi and i will <laughs> raise you nigeria <laughs> yes absolutely so before we get into that we obviously have to mention check us out over all over the social medias share this far and wide we 
are a podcast that likes to expose the bullshit that's going on. And this one in particular, there's a lot. There's this a lot is like concentration, hyper concentration of bullshit that, yes. that needs exposed and needs more exposure. If you haven't heard of the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, the Green Agenda, um, the Build Back Better agendas, mm -hmm. uh, and the Davos it's all it's all lumped yeah. together. It's yeah. all all the same thing. So if you haven't heard about that, we've talked about all these things extensively throughout the years in this podcast. So go back and check out some of those those old episodes, yeah. um, and and you'll you'll learn a lot. We yeah. we They're always a good time. Yeah, we deep dive into oh, yeah. a lot of this stuff. So check that out. Share us all over social media. Share us far and wide. You can find us at our um, social media handle at break the bell pod that's on facebook instagram and twitter i like to hang out on twitter because it's uh it's fun to get people all worked up that aren't actually following you because i like to troll i'm a i'm a, i'm a troll um so check us out if you like to troll with us um or or watch our trollery um <laughs> come hang out on twitter we also have a facebook forum if you're old and still like to hang out on twitter or Twitter on Facebook, like Bill. Um, that's the uh, Breaking the Bell Forum. You can uh, check it out. Send a request to join, and as long as you look like a human and you're not a dickhead, we'll we'll let you in. Absolutely. Uh, minimal dickheadery. Yeah, you're allowed a little bit. Yeah, there, there's like a small standard of dickhead it's that we expect. Way. Yeah, absolutely. So. You can find links to all our social medias and all the things that we do at our website, which is www. Breakthebellpod.com. You can find links to our web store, which we have amazing t-shirts. One that applies so well to this, this episode talking about Davos is the I Won't Eat Your Bugs shirt. Because I'm pretty sure it was last year yes. at the, the Davos forum where the whole, hey, people need to eat the bugs and less of the red meat. Mm -hmm. um, that, that was kind of the big push last yeah. year about this time. So, uh Check out that shirt, the I Won't Eat Your Bug shirt. Um, also, the We Are Not Your Pawn shirt. That also applies well in this this show. Also, our, our logo shirts, our, our mugs, all kinds of stuff that you got options to because we love you and we want to give you awesome shit so you can tell people that you're better than them by wearing <laughs> our cool clothes. So check that out. You can find links, like I said, at BreakTheBellPod.com or our web store is BreakTheBell.BigCartel.com. Check all that stuff out. Um, buy stuff, support us, and wear cool shit. So very nice. Yeah, that's that's all I got to say about that. Do we got anything else before we get right into this this fun festivity? I don't think so I'm ready to jive in. You want to jump right into Davos, the yes, Davos, the Davos party, <laughs> the Davos delusion is what yes, I called it because yes. that's all it is. Um, we're gonna get right into this intro video, and when we come back, that's what we're gonna talk about. We'll be right back. What did you say? <laughs> You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. 
So we missed it. We we didn't make the cut. We didn't. No, we didn't no. get to go. We weren't invited. Hopefully next year. Hopefully next year we're yeah. at that level. Uh, January sixteenth through the twentieth was okay. was Davos twenty twenty three. All right, and it it takes place on a nice remote ski lodge in Switzerland, Very nice. like away from the general populace. Yes. So so <laughs> us little peons can't like yes. encroach on their territory. Well, maybe next year, you know, I have my pilot's license. I can fly us over there, you yeah, know. Yeah. I don't want to crash into the ski mountain. <laughs> All right. I mean, you're a little picky. <laughs> so we've talked a little bit about this year seems to be the year where more and more countries are becoming more and more like populist or mm-hmm. um, I don't know. What's what's the other term? Fascist? Uh, not well. That's what they're calling it is fascist. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking no, for? No, uh, more like um, populist, but also like um, wanting to put their own country yeah, first. Yeah, like protectionist yeah. And, and, and things like that. I, I don't yeah. want to use the term nationalist. Nationalist. Because... That's the word I was thinking okay. of, though. I, but okay. yeah, but more and more are kind of going that yeah. direction with like Italy hiring the female Hitler. Right. Um, there yeah. was uh, there's Poland. Poland uh, was it Switzerland. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's quite a few. So, so Brazil just got rid of theirs. Yeah. Um, so now, now I feel like the world elites are kind of taking notice the same yeah. way we're taking notice because, well, first of all, everybody's a fascist. Right. I mean, that's their way of protecting their globalist agenda right. yeah. is by calling everybody that wants to, you know, like think about their country first right. over, uh, some rich people in another country, mm-hmm. uh, they'll, they'll call them fascists. But right. the, the theme this year at Davos was cooperation in a fragmented world. Wow. Do you think that was intentional a towards, little bit. towards all yeah. these like yeah. uh, protectionist and fascist yeah. uh, regimes out there? Yeah. A yeah. L- little bit of like guilt tripping. Be like, yeah. well, we'd all be together if it wasn't for some of you nations, yeah. fascist people. Looking at you. <laughs> Italy. <laughs> I wonder if Italy even made it. You know, Russia wasn't even invited this oh, year. Oh, I'm sure. Because I'm sure. of sanctions, they weren't allowed to come. It's just okay. like, I'm, I'm sure Putin was like, yeah. oh, damn it. Yeah, I right. don't know. What's Russian for damn it? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. He, I'm sure he was highly disappointed. <laughs> right. It's like, of all the shit I got going on right now with this war yeah. and with uh, economic you, crisis. Was Ukraine there? Was Zelensky there? Oh, yes. Zelensky yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. Okay. was there. And we're going to get into that. Because Zelensky's at every party, oh, yeah. every well, he, elitist He's the party. golden boy right now. Yeah, like you, you can't have an elitist party without Zelensky coming and begging for money. Yeah, right, right. I mean, he, we, he's making his world tour. <laughs> we need money for electricity and to pay our politicians. And, and to, to pay for my yacht. Yeah, and, right. Uh, yeah. To pay for my acting lessons, <laughs> all, all that stuff. So, yeah, Zelensky was definitely there. Um, and we'll get into that more because, yeah, okay. once again, he's begging for money. Of course. And how, I don't know how you can portray yourself, side tangent, as such a great, heroic individual when every time you see this man, he is just begging for fucking money. Right. Yeah. He's just like got his hands out, like yeah. not even like begging. It's like demanding money. Yeah. It's like you guys need to front this bill when and in a way I can understand it 
because to me, I'd be like, y'all pushed us into this war. Right. Y'all need to pay for this war. Yeah. I right. didn't want to do this in the first place. Yeah. And, and that's probably why they keep get, giving him that money because he's yes. like, well, you know, I, I mean, I guess I could tell the people how you're, you're wanting us to keep this going. Well, remember <laughs> at the beginning, oh, back yeah. in January of last year, before the war started, like Ukraine's like, guys, they're not going to attack. Right. They're not, they're not yeah. building up. And like Britain was over there. Like we, we see build up. We see the, this is going to yeah. escalate to world war two. And Ukraine's like, just, Calm yeah, down. We right. don't want this. Yeah. And then it happened. And so maybe, maybe in a way it is Zelensky, like <laughs> you pushed us into this. Right. So you need to pay, yeah. pay, pay the piper here. Uh, but we'll get into more Zelensky stuff as we go. So Davos 23, I want to get right into, I'll get right into the WF's website and their insights from this year's 2023. Oh, this should be good. Yes. Uh, did, would you be surprised to know that the U.S. makes up the largest amount of delegates at the WEF? No, that does not surprise me at all. It kind of does in a way because really? it almost – it always seems like those types of people are always like, looking at you, United States, yeah. you need to get on board with this because they're like the European Union model pretty right. much. Yes. And – the United States is the United States, who's always a little against the grain. At least right. some of us are. But, but it, it's the elites in the United States that want to be like Europe. That's fair. So they 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 see the EU and all the the fascist, the actual fascist shit that's going on, and they're mm -hmm. like, "Oh man, we really want to be like them." Now it's interesting that the um, the U.S. had some of the largest amount of delegates, but some of the fewest actual politicians, like. Mm. Biden wasn't there, which very few presidents actually ever go. Yeah. Trump was one of the first to actually decide, I'm going to go to this thing because those are my boys over there. They're all billionaires. I'm a billionaire and I'm a well. – so he like actually he, marked he, he like walked in and like the whole room got quiet and you hear like a, a – Oh, really? That's scratch. how That's how this is going to be? That's how this – I thought it was one of you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> Noted. You're on my list. You're on my list. You are already on my list. Why are you even here? <laughs> you know, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, he tried to make it about himself. Oh, yeah. He gets up. He's like, he's like, when am I going to give my speech? And like, you're not even on the road. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm having a bigger forum over there. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but Biden didn't show up. Uh, not very many actual politicians showed up. Some former politicians showed up. Obviously, right. John Kerry, the of climate course. czar of yes. the world, showed up. And the former climate czar of the world, Al Gore, showed up. Which yes. Is Al Gore anything anymore? No. Like, he crawls out of the woodworks once a year yeah. for these climate things. And they're yeah. like, oh, we're like, oh, yeah, Al Gore is still alive. Yeah. But, but the thing is, like, it's no longer his baby. They took <laughs> it from him because he screwed the pooch. You know, it's like by the not climate winning thing, presidency. Well, is that how he that and the fact that everybody pointed out, well, you're so big on climate change. How come you have this massive carbon footprint from your house? And all of them do, though. Oh, I know they that don't, I those know. people don't care. But but Americans pointed it out, and yeah. and then all of a sudden he's like, and then he had the masseuse thing where remember he was like putting moves on his his uh, masseuse, and so that like so now he's he's kind of on the outs. But but he's he's still trying to be on. The I know, end, so. he, but he shows up and and he's kind of and it's the same thing. Nobody really wants to talk right. to him. So this is uh, the Davos or the WF's insights on Davos 2023. Says uh, 
The World Economic Forum's annual meeting 2023 will take place. Oh, so this is actually before the show actually started. So this okay. is this is what they're expecting. Gotcha. Their expectations. Their agenda. Yes. The World Economic Forum's annual meeting 2023 will take place in Davos clusters from 16 to 20 January. Is clusters? Isn't that is that in Switzerland? Is that, that part the, of Switzerland? Yeah, that must be like that. Uh, maybe the the village or something. I don't know. Under the theme "Cooperation in a Fragmented World," the meeting will bring together more than 2,500 leaders from government, business, and civil society to address the most pressing global challenges. That's a lot of people. At a 2,500. Yeah, and most of them are probably flying private jet. You're Absolutely. talking over a thousand private jets to discuss and, and, why the world is on fire. Yeah, and and like. Highly secure, like, like, like convoys. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Like Matt, lots of well, SUVs. I'd seen they hired over two thousand of Swiss military men to like provide security for this thing. That's insane. Yeah, right. Uh, but talk about calling for equity. Right, right, right. Davos 2023 comes at a time when the world is facing a multitude of crises, making the need for dialogue all the more important. What did they call it in that one article you sent me? It's like Which a one? tri. Like a oh the the poly crisis poly crisis yes, yes that's the that's the latest and greatest yes, that's thing. the buzzword the buzzword for 2023 is poly crisis so now there's not just like one crisis not even two yes. crises we're talking multitude Multiple linked crises. crises yes so we've got obviously climate there's probably yep. still pandemics oh, out yeah, there absolutely uh, we've got inflation inflation probably shipping lines yeah eggs. all all <laughs> the things that they created yeah, right war. War. Oh, yeah. You can't forget the yeah. war. How do we forget the war? No. It says, uh, you can find out more about Davos' purpose and history here, as well as information on how to follow the annual meeting. Yes, that's what I want to do. Right. Ahead of the meeting, here are some key reports from the World Economic Forum that will give you a greater understanding of the topics and issues that will be discussed in, da in Davos this January. So you're talking five days, and there are, like, tons of things they want to discuss we're hmm. talking looks like at least like 12 key topics they okay. want to hit on here when do they have time for the orgies that's my question <laughs> so number one fostering effective energy transition in 2022 now you got to realize the people that are here again thousands of private jets right um you got oil conglomerates here yes you've got and uh, i think isn't this the first time Oil people have been brought in to talk about the transition. Well, this is at least the first time they've really focused on yeah. these oil people. Says the pandemic, the steep economic rebound, and the war in Ukraine have disrupted energy markets around the world, showing that energy transition is far from immune to the impacts of major global events. An effective energy transition requires careful balancing of all three parts of the energy triangle, economic development and growth, energy security and access, and or security and access and environmental sustainability. Number two, global risk report of 2023. The report used data from the global risk perception survey from 22 to 23 to understand the risk the world is likely to face over the coming 10 years. In the next two years, the cost of living crisis is seen as the biggest risk, while over the next 10 years, environmental risks dominate. Now, who has, who single-handedly has the most impact on the cost of living? I would say probably the governments. The governments or in the very least. 
all the people at this fucking forum right yeah that's true all these people could change the cost of living crisis yes overnight yes right yeah absolutely right with just a fraction of their money right yeah it's just like you know uh things are yeah looking good for us but this cost of living crisis in the next two years we're looking at a big cost of like two billion in the last year but boy i've seen prices go up on eggs (laughs) (laughs) yes it's like the cost of uh, gas to power my yacht, yeah, right. my super yacht, is really, really hurting me yes. right now. Yeah. Uh, number three, markets of tomorrow report. There is a growing evidence that dynamic governments and purpose-driven businesses are willing to shape a new era of public-private corporation into investment in new technologies in order to create the markets of tomorrow, which can meet key societal needs. A proactive approach and greater strategic planning are needed. Uh, The report draws on more than 12,000 responses to the forum's executive opinion survey. It seeks to identify which technologies are the strategic priority, which sectors are most likely to generate new markets, and what are the main obstacles to growth of the new markets. Sounds horrible. Says governments must act as investors of first resort to invite wider private sector interests and investment into technologies and sectors with the highest potential to build the markets of tomorrow. So they're saying governments need to be the ones investing, investing in, private in, That's... in the private companies. Basically, uh, yeah, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. Once the government starts investing in a private company, it is no longer yeah. a private company. Exactly. They have a say in what you do and how you do yeah. it and how you spend it. And so this whole private market, this public, the public private uh partnership or whatever yeah. uh that immediately becomes public yeah. it immediately becomes basically government right. sponsored and it's no longer it's no longer a free market it's no longer capitalism right. i i just read an article uh earlier in the week where they talked about how the fed now has trillions of dollars in investments in the private sector no way yeah and the quote unquote private yeah. sector and they made this move mostly during the pandemic yes you know when <laughs> When they gave out all those PPP yes. loans and we called this shit out yep. in 2020, we're like, all they're doing is, is owning a little yep. bit more of your company. And then you're going to keep, you're going to latch onto that, uh, that handout. And then you're going to, they're going to make it like through, whether it's like artificial inflation or yep. through uh, this manipulation or that manipulation, they're going to make it so it's harder for you to survive without those handouts. And then the more they hand out, the more yep. they control. And then, down the road, they're going to call in their chips mm-hmm. and be like, hey, uh, you can't – you're no longer able to viably yeah. uh, run your own business. So yeah. let us keep right. – let it, let's work out this thing where we, we keep contributing to yeah. you and we'll have this uh, public-private partnership yeah. with you. We're like, oh, That's we, what PPP yeah. actually stood for. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, you know, we're going to fold you into uh, Microsoft. Uh, because we think they'll be able to run your company more. Amazon, Microsoft, BlackRock, right, all, right. all the key people that yeah, are at that are there. Davos, <laughs> yes. Um, number four, the future of jobs report. The COVID-19 pandemic has accelerated the arrival of the future of work. From the increased pace of technology adoption to the expansion of remote work, the labor market is facing rapid changes that workers must try to keep pace with. On average, companies estimate that around 40% of workers will require reskilling of six months or less in order to meet the fast-changing requirements. So that sounds like it sucks. Almost <laughs> half of you yes. 
are going to have to go through some kind of new job training. New job training. Yeah. And if you're, I promise you, if you're 50 plus years old, oh, yeah, you're not going to be the priority of that reskilling. Yeah. So if, uh, if you found yourself in a comfortable groove with your with your current job and you're 50 plus, it's hard enough now to turn around and change jobs in your field. Yeah. Like it's hard. It would be hard for like, say you're like 55 or yeah. 58 and you're like, you know what? Um, I want to go move to this job over here. Yes, I have all this experience, probably 20 plus years of experience, yeah. but they're going to look at you and be like, hey, you only got like six plus years till right. retirement. Why would I hire you when I can hire for the amount that you're asking when I can hire some 25 year old yeah. for much less? Now imagine your job just goes away completely. Now you got now you're 58 years old and they're like, you have to learn a new job, right? And you have to uh, be quote unquote reskilled mm -hmm. and I don't know placed in some other more relevant job. Yeah. You think they're gonna going to look at the 58 plus year olds right. and be like, that's the guy I want? Right. No, they're gonna first of all. Every 58 plus year old that I know is like, I don't, I'm, I don't want to learn anything new. Yeah. It's like, I don't, this technology for these kids, the kids these days, I, I can't keep right. up with computers. What is this computer bullshit? And right. I mean, we know, yes. you know who I'm talking yes, about specifically. Exactly and about. I think he's 58. Yes, I think so <laughs> um, too. So yeah, just imagine that. Yeah. It's not going to make life easier for yeah. anybody that like they're saying, oh, it's going to make everything so much better. But y'all just got to learn new jobs. That's exactly. all. That's yeah. all. Well, and especially, again, with the move towards green jobs. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, all these oil workers, all these, you know, people working in petroleum fields. Um, I mean, they're going to have to learn solar. They're going to have to learn wind. I mean, well, they're going to have to invest millions of dollars just to shift. Imagine. Oh, yeah. Your our line of work, yeah, security company. I mean, it's not really that big of impact on the environment. But now, let's say in two years from now, they're like, you gotta invest in all electric work vans, right? I mean, you're looking at what three hundred thousand dollars right there in a right. fleet of work vans, yeah. minimum. Yeah, on a small company, um, small companies are gonna go. Oh, yeah. They won't be able to keep up. They're gonna tank immediately, yeah. and then the medium sized companies are gonna take a hit. The ones that are going to really really do well are the massive corporations that are right. at Davos <laughs> that are right. that took full advantage of COVID-19 and swooped up all that yeah. business and um, uh, consolidated the wealth to begin with. That's yeah. all this is, is massive Absolutely. wealth consolidation. I, I guarantee you the head of Tyco was there, right? The, mm. the head of the, the big dog in our security industry. Oh, absolutely. So let's keep going. The jobs of tomorrow, because we just did the future of jobs. Oh. So now we got to do the jobs of tomorrow. Social sure. and green jobs for building inclusive and sustainable economies. I love that term. Anytime, anytime you get the words inclusive or sustainable in a sentence when it comes to elitist, run away. Yes. Run. Just build run as far back away. better. Yes. yes. <laughs> green New Deal. Build back better. All, all that stuff is yes. inclusive and sustainable economies. Uh, jobs that support social inclusion and environmental sustainability are critical to driving inclusive and sustainable economic growth. The, this white paper seeks to quantify the need for social and green jobs in 10 countries by 2030. Why only 10 countries? <laughs> it's like, oh, 10 yeah. of you are, you, you guys need to change. The rest right. of us, <laughs> the rest of you, yeah. there's not much hope for you anyway. Yeah. Well, you you guys uh, you guys mine our freaking lithium, so you right. can't go that green, <laughs> right. and you can't be that 
um, socially inclusive because then we lose our slave labor. So you, you guys are off the hook. Well, and the funny thing is, yes, I mean, all this is going to be decided in third world countries, mm -hmm. right? I mean, China doesn't give a fuck, right? Right. And the United States and, and I mean, I feel like from what I've read is already pretty responsible in its greenness, you know, as much as they can for what we consume. I know right. they want us to make to make us Europe and make us eat bugs. But, you know, for our lifestyle, we're not too bad. But China, Russia, they don't give a fuck. No. And then it's so this is going to be decided in Africa, South America, the South Pacific, third world countries who are going to try. They're trying to invest in and industrialize. Well, Everything, yeah, because they'll go and sell their shit to oh, those countries because those countries don't have their own technology exactly. and stuff. So it's just like, no, you guys need to become more economic and more green and build yeah. these green cities. And guess what? Out the goodness of our heart, we will sell this right. to you. Yeah, and then make a boat end of up money. owning your airports. Yes, yes, <laughs> right? exactly. It says uh, <clears throat> jobs that support social inclusion and environmental sustainability are critical to driving inclusive and sustainable economic growth. Oh, I read this part. The next paragraph says, in these countries, social jobs represent 11% of the total workforce, while green jobs constitute just 1%. To meet inclusion and social mobility goals, then these nations need 64 million social jobs. Holy fuck. Meanwhile, 12 million more green jobs. What is a social? What constitutes as a right. social yeah. job? Right. And why? Prostitute? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, and like, why do we need so many more social jobs than green jobs? If right. the whole goal is save the world, save right. the planet, what are these? So like, do we need 64 million right. like social workers? Because if everybody's a social worker, what do we need social yeah. workers for? <laughs> I don't know. I, right. I yeah. don't know what a social job is. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing like, a, I don't know, police force. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not going to get through all these, but I just hit on some of the key points. Yeah. Global Parity Alliance, Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Lighthouses 2023. And that sounds gay. Super gay. The pandemic has caused a generational loss in gender equality. Oh, How God. did the pandemic affect gender equality? I don't know. Did more women die? Is that what it was? I think more men were That's affected. What I it was too. like 30 to something, whatever. That's what I if men. anything, it made it more equal. Yes. <laughs> um, it says increasing the projected time to reach global parity from 100 to 132 years. And now then the next one, or it, it down a ways it talks about gender equality and it says the same thing progress on gender equality is stalling it will take another 132 years to close the global gender gap how how where do they get this number right yeah like what do they plug into their super smart computers yeah that comes up it's like 132 years it's like shit we lost 32 right. years on the gender the gap. fucking pandemic yes Damn it. The, the pandemic Open that gap up. Yeah. You know what it was? Is they got rid of all the nurses. <laughs> I mean, that's probably true. Now, 132 years doesn't even seem like yeah. a short-term goal to like. Why? Do, well, if it's that far out and it's that impossible, why are we well, even focused? Look how on? far we've come in 132 years in in gender equality. Right? Mm -hmm. Women can vote. <laughs> women are I mean, that's pretty big women that's, are ceos i mean we've come a long can way get married in most countries right. yes it says the lgbtqia plus individuals continue to face stigma and discrimination and only four percent of businesses are focused on making offerings inclusive inclusive of people with disabilities however efforts to improve diversity equity and inclusion are becoming more widespread in 2020 it was estimated that companies worldwide spent seven and a half billion dollars on DEI related efforts. 
a figure that is projected to more than double $15.4 billion by 2026. I like how they quantify this in dollars and cents. Right. Yeah. It's like because we're making money off of it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're spent, uh, fifth company spent $15 billion. To who though? Right. To the people at the top that are at these meetings. Yeah. Yeah. You can say, well, my company spent XYZ or like $72 billion, but I paid my friend John over there who in turn, paid me right. like they're they're just basically just yeah. shuffling their money back yeah. and forth and, and, and patting the themselves time. on the yeah, back exactly. saying i spent 70 billion dollars yeah and then i got 70 billion dollars in subsidies and and shit yeah. like that so so that's uh diversity equity and inclusion lighthouses <laughs> um global cyber security i don't think they talked as much because last year that was the big thing was cyber was threats a, that's right that's right they were going to war game it and shit yep it says one challenge identified by the report is recruiting and retaining cybersecurity talent. The forum survey found that 59% of all respondents would find it challenging to respond to a cybersecurity incident due to the shortage of skills within their team. Um, traveling and tourism development is a big, big, big thing, I guess. Okay. Um, it's a problem when a lot of countries are still very strict on their vaccine policies. Yeah, right. So. Maybe, maybe cut back on that and maybe right. people start traveling again the net zero industry tracker mm -hmm. it's tracking a tracking platform that supports the emergence of low carbon industries by decades end given the industrial sectors account for nearly 40 percent of global energy consumption and more than 30 percent of global greenhouse gas emission the transformation and tracking of these sectors is pivotal to reach net zero by 2050 um then this one, this one was interesting to me. Biodiver cities by mm. 2030. That's like an upcoming trend for, at the WEF. Biodiverse cities, like the word gotcha. cities. It's a pun, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, transforming cities relationship with nature. Now, I have looked up so many articles about this, and yeah. they say so fucking little about yeah. what they actually want besides merging um technology with nature like cities smart with nature cities. yeah smart right. cities where they have plants growing out right. the roofs and yeah, shit like so like our library here in our town mm -hmm. it is a um a biodiverse building mm -hmm. they do that they collect rainwater they have plants on the top of the building um you know they do a lot of solar you know they just kind of capture a lot of the natural does it do a lot of good though does it actually is it really effective or does it look shiny on a piece of paper i was gonna say i, th I think it, it looks cool it sounds cool but mm -hmm. yeah i don't think it really like how much, much impact does it actually have though nobody releases those reports cities contribute 80 percent of the world's gdp yet their exponential growth in recent decades has come at the expense of nature Ex you you're pushing those people there right exactly. so you are the reason the expense of nature because you you people are the ones that are like, we need to put more people in the cities. Right. Yeah. Aside from damaging local ecosystems and fueling the loss of habitats, urban areas are responsible for over 75% of global carbon emissions. I thought the farms and the cow farms and shit right. had was yeah, the majority exactly. of it. It just depends on what their focus exactly. is this year. Because yeah. it was the cow farms. Now it's the urban yeah. developments that are Well, and when you got big corporations buying up farmland, I right. mean, they're pushing people into the cities. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's exactly what they want. More on bi biodiversities. Like I said, there isn't a lot out there. Like seeing cool pictures of like like CGI pictures right. of like grass growing out the tops yeah. of buildings. And you've seen, remember we've seen those like animal overpasses yeah, on highways right, where turtles can walk over. 
But the little short paragraph that I just read here is really about all you get out of what their proposition is for this. Yeah. Like, it's just like, well, we need to invest more in these biodiversities. It's like, well, what exactly what? Break it down by the numbers. I might be able to get on board with it if it actually does something. And like, I don't know, I'm I'm pretty big at Nate. I like nature. So, I mean, if I could go outside and like walk a really cool hiking trail here in town without really i mean i i would do it i would rather get out in the country but you don't see any like actual solutions here it's just like oh yeah biodiversities and we're like oh yeah that's a good idea so what is it well it's it's it's, they're biodiverse yeah and they're cities right and they merging biodiversity with the city and it's basically just (laughs) redundancy just talking out their asses and what it basically is is the Green New Deal. It's like, oh, we need to tear down all these buildings, build all new buildings, and blah, 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 and spend trillions of dollars. Yeah. And the trillions of dollars go to the people that, again, are at these meetings. Right. Well, you got your, you know, the bike trails, you know, you got the the parks and through going through the town, you know, you got the, the trees growing out the side of apartment buildings, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, shit like that. You know, waterfalls going down skyscrapers. Yeah, and, I mean, that'd be fucking cool. Right, right. But is the impact that it's actually going to have because we know how government programs actually work. Look at government housing. Does any government sponsored housing look like something you want to live in? No. So when the governments get involved and like, Hey, we need to come together and build new cities. Now we got government sponsored cities that also have plants. And we know how these people are at taking care of the environment because they're the ones that destroyed it. So let's make, the city's the environment. You're just going to have a bunch of dead plants all over buildings. That's exactly what you'll have. It's gonna. You, you ever see, remember those houses that always had the vines go, mm. growing up? I mean, a lot of times you'll just see like dead vines yeah. growing up and yeah. nobody takes any effort. Right. That, yeah. that, that, like, oh, there's the rose garden over there and it's just like a big <laughs> clump of dead flowers. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, their goal is kind of like what we've talked about before, kind of a smart city from Saudi Arabia type thing or right and that doesn't look cool at all no it sounds big like a zoo yeah exactly so but but they have the illusion of nature inside it's like you know what has a better illusion of nature going out in fucking nature (laughs) yes (laughs) so that's a few things on their agenda for this year that they're talking about there was a there was other things there but i mean it's the same bullshit it's like diversity and inclusion and uh uh economic growth and uh uh environmental protectionism and and stuff like that yeah. and but the the like i said they always come down to like quantifying it in dollars and cents yeah. because that's all these people care right. about and that's all they can see it's like there's a trillion dollar industry yeah. that could go into and you say trillion dollar industry they're like yeah we'll make right, fucking right. money doing this and I mean, that's we all may they care lose about. five million people but you know, trillions of dollars. I'm like, oh, you know what? That's I'm sold. That's you know, fine. the world can stand to lose five million, right? Right. I mean, we should lose five million anyway right. because uh, overpopulation exactly. and shit. So exactly. So basically, what it to us it seems like is the it's the wealthiest of the wealthy that get together and t- determine how to make our lives worse and shittier for us and right. their lives wealthier for them. Yes, it's basically what it comes down to. Yeah, because, you know, kind of like with the gas prices going up here, you know, and, and Biden just basically being like, oh, well, you know, people will have to learn how to to get along without, you know, it's, right. it's same thing with these people. 
they don't care that you're gonna have to retrain. They don't care that you're gonna have to pay a little bit extra. You know, if, if it pushes you to public transportation and it takes you five hours to get home because of the fucking bus, they don't care because at least they're keeping the kind of the environment clean, right? right. Supposedly. Now, um, in reality, what's going to happen is we're going to be put in these like illusion box glass boxes, like in Saudi Arabia, right. and the rest of the world is just going to get raped and pillaged, and oh, it's yeah. going to look like the majority of Saudi Arabia, right. <laughs> and they're just going to decimate it and turn it into a bunch of factories. But we don't know because we're living in this right. glass box that looks like yeah has the illusion that they're being yeah. All I mean, you'll have to get you know you'll probably have to like get some kind of permit to go outside the the city it's gonna be feudalism basically what it is right oh yeah it's like okay well i run this city here and uh you guys need to we're gonna have to cut off your your ac for a day so because i have to fly to davos next year oh my god can you imagine they turn off the ac in a glass box right yeah right (laughs) it's like we gotta reduce our carbon footprint people because i got things to do yeah what happens (laughs) when I don't know. The facilities in one of those glass cities just like yeah, stops, right. yeah, unintentionally, right. accidentally stops, and they're like, "Oh, we can't get inside. Yeah. It's locked." And yeah. oh, uh, I mean, it's just a few. You've lived on, in government quarters. I mean, what it takes to get someone to come service something? Yes. Well, right? I'm, I'm thinking more like intentionally cutting oh, off. Yeah. Right. So okay. yeah, we got a few million too. Actually, <laughs> let's accidentally cut off the power right. to this yeah. one. So let's talk about the people that went to Davos this year. Because like I said, lots of Americans, not too many politicians. Apparently, like 52 world leaders decided not to go this year. Hmm. So here are the countries and companies, according to QZ.com, that dominated Davos this year. Like who who participated? Um, It talks about, let's see, over 100 countries and regions are represented this year at Davos with 703 people registered. This is this this year's because we had read like 2,500 yeah, 2, people. Yeah. So this came out in January on the 15th. So just a few days ago, there was, the more, crashers. <laughs> there was more than 703 people registered. Yeah. There was like 2,700 people registered from what I've read um, with 703 people registered Americans. Con- oh, Americans had 703. Oh, okay, okay. Americans constitute 27% of all participants. All told, two-thirds of the attendees are from 10 nations. So, hmm. you know, like, representing the entire world, right. uh, 10 nations are rep- are the yeah. total majority of this. So here's um, the highest percentages. Like I said, the U.S. has 27%, with Switzerland, the country of origin, only having 9.6, coming in at second huh. place. Uh, the U.K. has 9.1%. Germany has 4.3%. India has 3.6% on down to South Africa, which has 1.9%. While there will be plenty of wealth concentrated in the mountain resort, nine of the world's 10 richest people will be missing because they they just send their minions now yeah, exactly. to do it. Just take notes. Their companies still. It, yeah. It's like Bill Gates isn't there, but Microsoft is there. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. Like Amazon is represented, but it, right. like Jeff Bezos isn't there because those people all step down, you know, because right. they're uh, doing philanthropical things instead right. of running yeah. these businesses. The exception, Guatam Adani, the chairman of India's Adani Group, and currently the third richest person in the world, according to Forbes. He also attended the 2022 meeting, which was delayed until May because of COVID. So here's the political leaders at Davos. Says it's common for heads of the state and other high-level officials to show up, 
This year, there's only one G8 leader, Olaf Scholz, the chancellor of Germany. Hmm. He won't be lonely, though, because at least uh, heads of at least 40 nations will make an appearance, including Belgium, Colombia, Ecuador, Finland, Greece, Iraq, Korea, which Korea? North, I'm assuming. Right. Mozambique, Pakistan, South Africa, Spain, and Zimbabwe. Hmm. Other key figures include Great Britain's former UK Prime Minister, Tony Blair. Why is this guy still around? Yeah, it's it's because he's still like a silver spoon person. He's still he, like this the globalist yeah, puppet. He's out still there. he's still an elite. I'm sure I'm surprised like George Bush is well, GW or G George Bush Sr. Yeah. H.W. Bush is dead, so right. he was the, the big globalist, and the right. other one's probably too dumb to even go. Right. Uh, it says, Kiev Mayor Vitaly Klitschko, so oh, okay. mayor of Kiev, yeah, which is Ukraine. He right. obviously is there. U.S. climate change envoy John Kerry Ugh. is there. So those are the most reputable of the world leaders. <laughs> That's uh, We get John Kerry and the mayor of Kiev. <laughs> For the most represented nations, however, the majority of attendees are not public officials. So like I said, like the U.S. has 27 percent, but only 2.8 percent of the U.S. people there are politicians, like gotcha. uh, leaders, like oh, public okay. leaders. It's mostly like the BlackRock people sure. and the Amazon people right. and the all people the, that the are people there that to make, make the, the money. money. Yes, exactly. Uh, some of the smaller countries, though, like South Africa has 14.3 percent yeah. of that's because officials. it's their countries that are going to get raped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there will be at least 634 CEOs in Davos this year. Uh, most prominently are Shell, Amazon, Citigroup, Moderna, and I heard Pfizer as well. I'm sure. And BlackRock. So, you know, the people that want to, that not want, but already basically run the entire yes. world. Yeah. They're there. The, the companies that... Uh, made bank during the pandemic, pandemic are yeah. coming to discuss how the world got decimated <laughs> under the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, it's because of fuckers like Amazon and Moderna yeah. and BlackRock. Black yeah, yeah. But don't worry, they're there. <laughs> yeah. Some companies sent large delegations to the event. CNBC sent 13 attendees. BlackRock sent seven attendees. Um, let's see. Google sent seven. Uh, we got the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Salesforce. As Accenture, Stanford University sent seven. So that's weird. I mean, it's got a lot of people there. Yeah. Uh, members of the media, we don't need to get into it. it gives like a list of top right. reporters that are there. <laughs> it also said, here's, here's the best. Other interesting attendees. British actor Idris Elba and his wife, Sabrina Dower Elba, who is a UN goodwill ambassador. Huh. Donald Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who I've always thought was a globalist puppet uh, from yeah. the start yeah i thought if anybody and trump's because they always say well like this president is the next antichrist like obama yeah. was going to be the antichrist right. in trump's situation my thought was if any of them is the antichrist it's, it's not jared trump kushner. it's jared kushner <laughs> and I so jared kushner made sure to show up he is uh the founder of affinity partners a private equity firm Members of the Black Eyed Peas and CEO of I Am slash Angel Foundation, Will I Am, also known as Will Adams, was there. I, I don't know why Beautiful. he's there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, they had to point out that he's a CEO of some foundation. Uh, that nobody's ever heard he's of. He's probably just there for celebrity status. Yeah, and that's, that's the closest it. thing. Yeah. I mean, the Black Eyed Peas haven't done anything since, like, 2007. <sighs> yeah, right. 
Yeah. So I don't know why he's fucking there. And then Maxima, the queen of the Netherlands, Mathilde, the queen of Belgians, and Albert II of Monaco uh, were also there. So some 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 royalty. Some basic nobody royalties were there too. So <laughs> those are the people we are dealing with. The Maxima sure is a hell of a cool name. <laughs> Maxima, no kidding. It's just like queen of the Netherlands. Maxima and Matilda, they're right. just queens. Yeah. They're just they're just yeah. there. Yeah, they're just there to be queens. <laughs> um, so I don't know. What do you think? Are you shocked by the, the no, people that not are at there? All. Not at all. I was kind of thinking that you know maybe there'd be uh, Madonna or Sean well, Penn. Or Madonna's something like in that. a little bit of heat. Remember? Yeah, that's right. That's but right. But I guess yeah. this would be a good place for her then, um, because of the human trafficking and shit. But uh, yeah, I'm surprised. Like last year wasn't the big one. Um, uh, what's his name? The Titanic guy. What? Oh, uh, James Cameron. No, Titanic. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, he was there, and everybody was like, dude, uh, you're all about the climate, but you're flying a fucking jet right. to Davos. That's right. I remember that. Yes. So, yes. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, but, uh, important but, people yes. that we care about were right. there, like BlackRock and yes. Amazon. Yes. People that, again, we know are, are raping the earth. Yes. <laughs> and raping us. And yes. we're bending over and taking it. And <laughs> yes. they're like, you know, we should get together and talk about how we can rape these people yeah, even right. more. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, I'm sure. So, let's see. Where am I at? Uh, we just talked about the who's who that is attending. Yeah. We had takeaways, key takeaways, because we talked about what their agenda was. Yes. But we have their takeaways. I want to point out some of these specifically before we get to break. Because um, one of the biggest was obviously the economy. Yes. Now, going into a meeting like this, knowing what you know about the economy as we, as we all experience it. Yes. Positive, negative sentiment towards it. My personal sentiment. If you were to go to this thing and they're be I, like, "Hey guys, what's the, the overall outlook of the economy right now? Uh, of the global shit. economy." Yeah, <laughs> walk into it, you're like, God, it, it's yeah. fucking shit. Yeah. Now it's like these people thought that's what they're getting into, but then they got surprised to know that it's a little more positive than they thought. Oh, for them. <laughs> yeah, ex <laughs> exactly. This is f such fucking bullshit because it says yeah. gloom and doom heading into Davos turned into cautious optimism by the end of the global economic outlook for year ahead of looking better than feared. <laughs> so yes. that's their their uh, conclusion. Looking yes. better than feared. <laughs> well, that's that's beautiful. I mean, what are we on egg prices? Uh, $8 a dozen? Mm, that's not bad. <laughs> now, it doesn't say it in this article. I'm trying to find where it said it. Maybe it's on this link. Basically, it said it's like, raise your hand if you guys made a bigger profit this year than last year. And a bunch of them raised their hand. They're like, guys, it's looking good. That's the economy a horrible is looking, measure of right? the A economy. bunch of billionaires yeah. raising their hand if they made profit. That's a great way yeah. to measure how the economy is doing. Now, get a bunch of us together and say, raise your hand if you're it's better this year than last year. Eh, probably not as many people. Right. Yeah. But to base your economic... like outlook yeah on whether or not the billionaires made a bigger profit this right. year or not i mean you could say the same thing about fucking uh 2020 right oh yeah, absolutely yeah. like amazon did you make more this year fuck yeah i did yeah all that government checks right. went straight to amazon i guess the economy's doing good yep all right Looking let's great. move on let me see if i have exactly what it said uh it says call it the da davos paradox 
Um, that, that's pretty much it too. I like your term. Yeah, right better. here. Yeah, when the, it says trade tensions are fracturing supply chains and investors have just suffered their worst year since the 2008 financial crisis. Yet when the assembled crowd at Davos were asked how many of the companies represented had reported better profits last year, a majority of them raised their hands. So then they came to the conclusion, outlook, mostly positive. That's such bullshit. We made a bunch of money. Yeah. So, so mostly positive. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Oh, that these just billionaires shows you how, are like, no, the, yeah. the economy is not too bad. But it just shows you how, how irrelevant this is. Right? You it's know? like these people are so detached yeah. from reality that yeah. they can actually come to the conclusion because they made more money. Yeah. And it's all the whole trickle-down economics bullshit right. that they, right. they tried to push down our throats right. during the George Bush era right? Um, or back as far Reagan. as the Ronald Reagan era. Yeah. yeah, and just revived by the George Bush. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like if we're doing good, they're obviously right. doing good because we are their employers. Right. It's like we made a profit. Yeah. I mean, we did lay off tens of yeah. thousands of and people. And we did put a wage freeze on everybody, but, you know. <laughs> but everything's great because we made a profit. It says the WEF's annual meeting was filled with discussion of plenty of risks, including inflationary pressures from China's reopening. So they're really concerned about China's had this like lockdown for right. ever because of the zero COVID thing. Well, they've just lifted that. And so they're reopening and they're like, oh shit, they're going to start doing good again. And that's going to right. really put strain on the supply yeah. lines again. And so this could be bad. China, could you not open up just yet? Because right. thing, we're making good profits here. <laughs> that's very nice. Says, things are not great, but they are much better than they could have been. So that, I mean, yeah, right. there you go. There you go. We're, we're look, everything's looking up because it's not great, but it's better than it could have been. Uh, could have been so much worse. Ukraine. For Ukraine's allies, Davos was all about doubling down on better weapons and financial support for Kiev to defend itself against Russia. Outside the West, though, fears of an ec economic downturn highlighted global divisions as some delegates encouraged a quick return to the negotiating table says, this week, listening to politicians, I was surprised in a way because I got the feeling that no one really knows exactly where we are headed and what the solutions can be. If we want, so that was Tanja Fajan Slovenia of, or Slovenia's deputy prime minister and foreign okay. minister. Uh, this here is NATO's secretary general. It says, if we want a negotiated peaceful solution tomorrow, we need to provide more weapons today. How is that peaceful solutions? <laughs> that, besides the, uh, so so the quotes out of this, we got to yeah. pick out the quotes. Yeah. Things are not great, but they are better than they could have been. Much better than they could have been. And the next quote, if we want to negotiate peaceful solutions, we need to provide more weapons. There's another quote. So wow. top, uh, top disconnected quotes from davos <laughs> yeah, right it's like just, the the slogans yeah I, we should put that on a t-shirt yes <laughs> so now we get into trade now some people we'll get we'll come back to uh zelensky sure. and ukraine because i've got i've got some shit a little bit more shit about that but trade it says be careful of friend shoring warned the wto world trade organization's gozo 
Anconjo, God, <laughs> these names, as the three or the big three trading powers of the U.S., Europe, and China pushed their new industrial policies. Now, apparently, remember we had this Inflation Reduction Act. Right. A lot of these countries are not very happy about that act. Really? Because a lot of it was made in America type shit. It's like right. all the we're gonna promote green policies and we're gonna promote made in America. While well, these people are like. We're fine with the green policy stuff, but that made in America shit, that's a little yeah. unsettling for we us. We thought that went out with Trump. Yes. Uh, it says, it goes on, it says, this becomes a rich country game. We can subsidize this. You can subsidize that. What about the poor countries who have limited fiscal room? They get left out in the cold. No, they don't. We sell you yeah. our shit right. and you pay top dollar for it. And then we own you. That's, exactly. that's how that works. Um, let me see if I can find the stuff about the American first and policy. Plus if they truly cared about the poor nations, they would not be pushing war between Ukraine and Russia, right? <laughs> right? No, I mean, that's bringing in tons of money for the poor nations, oh, obviously. Um, so this talks about the uh, the problem everybody had with the Made in America law is what they called it there. It says, a cautious optimism ran among the Europeans. So this is from, this is from the New York Times. Ran among Europeans gathered high up in the Swiss Alps for the annual meeting of the WF this past week. Um, it says, when pondering Europe's longer-term future, there was plenty of fretting over President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act. The concern was voiced loudly in the ski town of Davos, Switzerland, that the law's provision for $369 billion towards low-emission energy and green technology would draw vast sums of investment and jobs away from Europe, cementing fears of deindustrialization on the continent. Simmering for months, the complaint punctuated speeches and informal discussion from the main conference center to the back meeting rooms. Europeans fear that companies will choose to build battery factories and electric vehicle assembly plants and other major products in the United States to benefit from tax credits and other incentives in the law that encourage local manufacturing. That could mean production in Europe would be diverted to the United States or businesses could simply pick the U.S. over Europe for future products. Oh, no. Uh, it says it's no secret that the certain elements of the design of the Inflation Reduction Act raise a certain number of concerns in terms of some of the targeted incentives for companies, said Ursula von der, von der Leyen, the president of the EU. The next day, Olaf Schultz uh, said the local con content requirements in the law must not result in discrimination against European businesses. So here are some of the things that they're, I mean, they're calling it extremely protectionist right. is what they're talking about. Now, this is interesting to me. It says Salve Aromius, a senior partner at McKinsey based on in Germany, said the law was protectionist and probably more extreme than the types of trade actions former President Donald J. Trump took against the European Union. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Like they're all thinking that he's back on the, the same page mm -hmm. and then they're like, wait, this is super right. ultra protectionist. Now, the European co uh, complaints prompted President Biden to promise to make tweaks to the law. Hmm. So again, we, we passed this law in our Congress, our lawmakers passed this thing that's like this green agenda mixed with like boosting our economy because of, and they're like, and Europe's like, you know, Biden, we like that, but you need to make some tweaks to this. Yeah. We, we want this, part of the kitty too. Yeah. This <laughs> law that was passed in your government, you yeah. need to make tweaks. First of all, 
the president can't make tweaks to a law right. that's been passed. Yeah. It just doesn't work that right. way. But it sounds like they it sounds almost intentional to me. It's like they put in this stuff so like the Republicans in Congress oh, yeah, would, would help pass this and like yeah. both sides of the fence would be on board with it. And then it's like, well, these guys don't like this part, so we're gonna axe this part, but keep this part that you guys didn't weren't okay right. with to begin with. Yeah. But you only approved it because of this part over here. We're getting rid of that part over yeah. there. So I feel like this is gonna be like a bait and switch type of thing. I can see that. Like yeah. really, really fucking fast, and it's gonna not really benefit us. Yeah. Now it bothers me when an organization of rich dudes like this can look at a country and be like, you worry too much about your own fucking country. Right. When yeah. the rest of the world has all these problems, you're right. worried way too much yeah. about your own country. You need to you need to lighten up on that, that yeah. whole protectionist thing because we all got our own problems too. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? No, it's bullshit. So, but, you know, I... I think that they're giving Biden too much credit. <laughs> you do realize he doesn't actually run this country. Yeah, right? exactly. Be like, well, just make some tweaks. Nobody's going to really know, right? You're the president. Right. And so, but it just goes to show where the rest of the world's head is. Right. Yeah, right. Like they don't give a fuck about how a country is personally, like how a country, if a country succeeds or not, as long as it's playing with everybody the else. Globalist. Yeah. Playing. Table. Right. As soon as somebody's like, "Well, I'm going to go play over here," yeah, all of a sudden they're bad guys. Guys, I this this globalism thing's all well and good, and you got a lot of great ideas, but I really got to worry yeah. about my own country. Yeah. First. Otherwise, they're gonna they're not gonna elect me next year. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, if I don't do something good, and that's why Trump was the outlier to begin with, yeah. because he was ultra, uh, I don't know, protectionist, mm -hmm. nationalistic type, uh, whatever. And he he wasn't supposedly supposedly right. wasn't in on in on the game. Right. His son-in-law, but on the other Jared. hand, Jared Kushner is yeah. all in yeah. all all cards on the right. table. But supposedly not Trump. But now yeah. they're like, and you know what do you think Biden is feeling or the Biden administration is feeling when the EU is like, you know what, you're fucking worse than Trump. It's like fuck. Right. You know, I do need to tweak that law. <laughs> really, yeah. But don't say that too loud. Yes. <laughs> or or he's like, yeah, well, you know what? I got to take care of my people. Right. Right. I mean, only to get the votes. Yeah. Not like obviously. he really cares. Now, they, they also got into the climate okay. and we're going to get talk more about this after the break. But I just want to touch on this real quick. The carbon crowd received a warm reception as the renewable industry rubbed shoulders with big oil executives. What a better way to push green energy right. then let, let's let's talk to the oil execs yeah but don't worry the oil execs are now in a better position are better positioned to invest in green energy because they made bank last year on high oil, oil oh, prices yeah, they did it says it right yeah. there oh yeah a wash with cash after a year of high oil prices fossil fuel producers have the firepower to invest in green energy it's like, yeah, let's go to the people that jacked that yeah. jacked the oil prices to begin with and be like, hey, since you made all this money off the peons down there, now do you think you could invest well, in green energy? You know what? Maybe that was their strategy the whole time. Maybe it, it most likely was. I mean, was because – I and I had a friend that lived down in Odessa, Odessa, Texas, big oil town, and said when Trump was in office, the whole place suffered. Yeah. Right? Because there just was no money coming into the town at all. Really? Trump goes out. Biden comes in. Business is booming. Right? Yeah, because oil prices were low then. Right. 
It was good for Too us, low. but it was bad for them. Right. Yeah. With the pandemic, nobody was traveling. Right. That too. So, but now they got money. Now they can play cards with the big boys. Right. Again. Um, now it says efforts on the CEO green pledges and climate financing appeared sluggish. On the outside, Greta Thunberg, an activist, called on the energy industry to stop hijacking the transition to clean power. On the inside, political leaders like Keir Starmer railed against new oil investments and Pakistani climate minister Sherry Raymond pushed for loss and damage funding. How do we get there? The Wait, loss and damage funding? I, it doesn't explain. It just says that's all it says. Hmm. So <laughs> here's the great climate czar, John Kerry. <laughs> And this says everything, what you need to know about what is going on here, what the real agenda is here. How do we get there? Get there, like to where we need to be right on climate. 2030. The lesson I have learned in this last year is money, 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 <laughs> money, money. <laughs> U.S. Wow. Envoy John Kerry on meeting the Paris Agreement's global warming target. So basically... We need more money. Yeah. More money, 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 money. He, that's his solution is just throw throw fucking money at it. Wow. Because it's worked so far. Yeah, right. So let's just keep throwing money at it. That's great. Huh. So, I mean, it gets into tech. Talks about, like, AI, which we'll talk a little bit after. Yeah. We got to get into freaking break here. We'll talk a little bit about the AI. But I want to get – I want to – I don't want to get away from the climate shit yeah. just yet because I've got um, – uh, what's his name? Al Gore, again, was there. Yes. And he kind of made a buffoon of himself. Okay. <laughs> again. Again, but more <laughs> so this time. Greta Thunberg was outside this time, not inside, which was yes. an interesting change of events yeah. for her. She was like, did she get arrested there or was it as some other no, thing? It was it was uh it was something else she got. Okay, she but just, we still think that that wasn't an actual yeah, arrest. Well, I think right. she got arrested again this week though oh, too. Did she? So I'm not sure, but she was there and yeah. she was protesting it. And uh last year I think she was there, yeah, like at it, or at least in the last couple of years. When Trump was there, I know she was there. Yeah. So uh hmm. it's kind of an interesting twist of events. Yeah. Maybe she's waking up to this and realizing these rich people don't give a shit. Maybe, or maybe um, she's just fall, reading the room and seeing that people are turning against Yeah, these people guys. don't like this, and they're not doing anything. Yeah. So um, we got to get into break. Uh, we got a, a, quite a bit more stuff to talk about, because I want to get into, like, the party. Yeah. The party, the after party. Oh, okay. Um, so we got to get into that stuff, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into it when we come back, because okay. um, it gets fun. <laughs> Apparently, there's more to this than just business meetings. Oh, I'm so, sure. Right. Uh, high price hookers. Probably lots of drugs, but uh, we got to take two or three minutes to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to just continue the Davos party. So hang tight. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remster W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. 
Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. I don't know what's happening anymore. I just hit wrong buttons. And then I it didn't work the first time, so I just hit the same wrong button like two or three times. And like, it's not working. It's like, this is the wrong fucking button. Oh, it's kind of like uh, like these Davos meetings. It's like right? they keep coming up with these solutions on how to save the planet. and just keep because wondering, they keep fucking it up yeah. themselves. <laughs> it's like, guys, <laughs> why are they not listening to us? And why do they keep... It's like, because... You're the ones that are fucking up the planet. Yeah. So, here, let's just get right into this uh, this Al Gore video, and then we'll discuss. All right. He's always a good time. Yes. Let me get rid of the freaking music and stuff. Man, you think I haven't done this almost three years now. <laughs> Al Gore, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. We're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day, and the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? Wow. So what do you think about that? Six, what was it, 600,000 Hiroshima bombs yes. in the atmosphere? Yes. That's how much heat we're putting into it. And firebombs. Don't yes. forget. Is yeah. he starting to sound like maybe a ultra-liberal Alex Jones? I, I can see that. I, I, I think he's a little pissed that people haven't been listening to him in the last 20 years. And uh, and he's 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 going full force Armageddon on us. See the problem with Al Gore. The reason why people stop listening to him, besides the sex massages yes. and besides uh, whatever the yes. yachts and stuff, the giant massive complex that drains energy from. What the about state? forty years ago when he was saying, "Guys, in ten years there's going to be an ice age," right? And then now yeah. it's guys, we got firebombs yeah. and four or sixty thousand. Hiroshima yeah. bombs in this of heat in the sky. Yeah. In like whatever. Boiling our our boiling, boiling our the, o- yeah. boiling our ocean. Literally I, oceans boiling. Yeah, I have right. not I've yet to have see an seen, oil. I was gonna say I've boil. never seen an ocean boil. And I, I go to the ocean on a regular basis. <laughs> you haven't seen the, the not boiling? Yeah, I keep looking. <laughs> so I mean again, you've got people thousands of people like 2,700 people flying over a thousand jets to yeah, a ski right. resort. Uh, who probably, how many super yachts do you think there is collectively oh, between yeah. all of these? Well, how many it, mega mansions and yeah. uh, how many cars, how yeah. many gas powered cars do you think power collectively? in that city in gigawatts do you think that it that 
they just absorbed being there part yeah being the there time. but i'm talking about collectively how oh, much yeah. energy just in their oh, just own to get there you know, well in their own just think about their personal lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not their business, not right. their corporations no, that no. are sucking up yeah. energy, but their personal yeah. lives. The twenty seven hundred of them with their mega, mega yachts, megawatts, mega, <laughs> mega yachts and mansions yeah. and planes. thousands of cars and Cal Cal planes. Yes, convoys. Yeah. How yeah. how many? How much energy is being? I, spent? I would be willing if you took out those twenty seven hundred people, you would probably see the energy consumption of the world drop like 50% at least yes just in her personal usage yes yes that's not even that now get to the corporations that they run right yeah like amazon right. like uh shell oil and blackrock yeah. and all I mean, these... that's probably 90% of it right there i mean if you got rid of i'd say 99% of it i would go with that yeah like uh, these people own 99 well like it... i think it said like the top I had read that the top 1%, which is most of these people, own like, I think it was two-thirds of the world's wealth this year. Mm -hmm. So just imagine the amount of, on the flip side, the amount of energy yeah. that is consumed between that much wealth and that yeah. much, uh, um, the, that amount of assets that they own. And yeah. they're they're complaining to us about the, the freaking yeah. fire bombs in the or I the mean, rain bombs rain yeah. that's my new favorite term rain, is bombs. rain bombs i like that freaking I, I rain don't even bombs. know what a rain bomb is i don't know but when you get sixty thousand hiroshima <laughs> bombs in the sky that, the rain will it, be huh? rain bombs yes, yes i mean just think about the the loss of of environmental resources and, and and lives that these people go through right and and they don't care right they don't care what that happens to any of this no um so this, like I said, this man has just yeah. changed his story so much, and he's here trying to be relevant again. And I think that's what most of these people I are, is so they're too. trying to tout their relevancy. I, uh, same with John Kerry. It's like, what has John Kerry done right. besides show up to these climate Yeah, things? and that's him because he's the climate czar, you know, because he, he failed a presidency too. Well, but up to, what, 2016, I think I read, he was, he possessed his own mega yacht, and he, oh, like, yeah. 10 like well, he, multiple he cards was married i don't know if he's still married to her but he was married to the, the heinz uh, chick yeah the heinz ketchup air, air you yeah, know yeah and how much how much energy is how yeah. much pollution is going through that exactly i, I mean it's it just it it's so asinine right how just they always look at everybody else and what they're mm -hmm. doing but everything they do again is well but we're doing it for the the good of the the world right now it seems like i like i said at the beginning people are starting to kind of catch on to the hypocrisy yeah. of this including greta thunberg greta thunberg's like no i'm not having this shit anymore yeah. um like i said she was like she was like a guest a couple of years back right. yeah she was i was sure she was like kind of the uh the token speaker the kind of the, right. the golden child but now this is what she has to say about davos right now in davos where the Basically, the people who are f mostly fueling the destruction of the planet, the people who are at the very core of the climate crisis, the people who are investing in fossil fuels, etc., etc., um, and yet somehow these are the people that we seem to rely on solving our problems, where they have proven time and time again that they are not prioritizing that. They are prioritizing self, self greed, corporate greed. Um, and short-term economic profits above people and above planets, and the, we are listening. We seem to be listening to them rather than 
the people who are actually affected by the, cl uh, the climate crisis, the people who are living on the front lines, and and that's that kind of tells us the situation, how absurd this is. Um, so, but the people who who we really should be listening to are are not here. Now, let me. What is going on here? Now she said uh, we can see how absurd this whole thing is. Yeah. Now. How long did it take Greta Thunberg to come to this realization? Because these are the people that made her. Yes. She was yes. like their poster child yes. for the green movement and the green agenda. It's like the how dare you? Um, that whole thing that that the whole act that she right. put on. Yeah. Uh they made her, and now she's like, Well, these are the people that are causing it. It's like, well, yeah. no shit. Yeah. How long did it take you to come to that conclusion? Because yeah. they're the people that put you on the map to begin with. You wouldn't right. even be a person like a known person if yeah. it wasn't for these people that used you as their puppet. And now all of a sudden, supposedly you're like, uh, uh, these people are the ones causing it. They yeah. should listen to the rest of us. It's like, well, no shit. Yeah. But what do you, what do you want though? Right. Right. Because and, and maybe that's the thing. Maybe she finally did her own homework and was like, Oh shit. <laughs> or somebody else with a deeper agenda got, got there. Right. Yeah. hooks in her the tentacles around her i, I don't know so, i i'm not going to come to some yeah. conclusion that greta thunberg is a saint any no, no. at this point um until she comes out and right if I, she, she's got to she do something actually gets arrested and gets her ass kicked <laughs> then, then i'll be then like maybe. okay yeah. she's got some street cred yeah exactly <laughs> but uh i don't know i the i i feel like the facade is kind of going yeah. away yeah like it's kind of unraveling, but it's only taken 23 years. Right? Yeah, but I mean, we've given these people so much power. Is it like, what's the point now? Is it too late to, it's not like the people she was talking about, Oh, the people that are affected by this, they're the ones that we should be listening to. It's like, yeah, but the people there aren't going to listen to those people. Right. And those are the people that possess like 99% of the world's yeah. wealth and are causing 99% of the world's and, problems. And that's the problem is, not many people are paying attention to what happens over mm -hmm. there, right? They're not paying attention to the people, the corporations and the agendas that are in place. They continue to blame, you know, or not blame their own politicians, you know, and, and, and the easy scapegoats, yes, right? The right. cow farts, the oil companies, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. When they even said cities, the cities were shoving people into, contribute 70 percent of the pollution not the cow farts but tomorrow it'll be the cow farts again right if it, yeah. if it right. fits their if it fits their, narrative. their narrative yeah, yeah exactly so let's keep pushing more people into the cities but now i had read we talked about the biodiverse cities right and one of the key things that the wef's website pointed out was well building these diverse cities will also bring in like eight trillion dollars in revenue it's like right. again pointing out the money part. The money part, yeah. because that's what's going to get their attention. That's right. what this is all about. It's like, it well, they made these people made their living on building the world as it is today. Right. And it's like, well, we've kind of stagnated. on. We've built it to where we can. So we could really make a ton of money if we just bulldoze yeah. it and build it all right. over again. Yeah. It's like the world's greatest insurance scam <laughs> right. ever. It's like you build yeah. this house just like. It's a great house, but you know it'd be great is if I burn it down, claim the insurance money, yeah. and build a new house, a bigger house. Right. Yeah. And then once we run out of money to fight, like run out of good reasons to spend money on that and make money off of that, let's 
bulldoze it a third time right. and yeah. do it all. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, human lives are cheap for them. You know, oh, yes. I mean, it, 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 they mean nothing on the, in the grand scheme. I mean, look at again, I mean, all the, this talk about the, the, um, the lithium batteries and mm. stuff. I mean, look what it does to these countries that are strip mined and, and the child labor that's put into place. Right. I mean, they don't give a shit, yeah. you know, it's all about, Oh, well, but look what, electric cars can do right? right exactly so much better for the environment right now let's shift courses i, I said i was going to bring up Zelensky because he is making his world tour to yes. all these big events the current golden child ukraine's Zelensky tells davos that supplies of western tanks must outpace another russian offensive so now he's defending or defending demanding tanks he wants tanks because remember, he was demanding like air support, right? And now he's demanding tanks. How long before he's demanding troops? Because right. that's the thing everybody's like, well, yeah. we'll provide air support, but we're not going to provide troops. Right. We'll provide the the tanks, but not troops. We'll provide the the technology, yeah. but not troops. How long before Zelensky's right. like, now I you provided all the ship, but I don't got enough people to drive right. my tanks, right? Yeah. So we need some. We need some boots on the ground. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think that's that's about next. It says Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky on Wednesday said supplies of Western tanks must outpace another Russian attack, reviving Kiev's push for delivery of heavily armored vehicles amid fears that the Kremlin could soon launch a new mobilization drive. He says mobilization of the world must outpace a next mo military mobilization of our joint enemy, our joint enemy. The supplying of Ukraine with air defense must outpace Russia's next missile attack. Uh, the supplies of Western tanks must outpace another invasion of Russian tanks. The restoration of security and peace in Ukraine must outpace Russia's attacks on security and peace in other countries. A tribunal for military crimes must prevent new ones. He's Jeez. demanding a no lot shit. here. He has a, you got to put up a little bit, Zelensky. I mean, we've already... He's already been given over a hundred, oh, yeah. hundreds of billions of dollars, yeah. but that's not enough. Right. I mean, he's had more in foreign aid donated to him than Russia has spent on this entire war. It's yeah. like, what's he fucking spending right. on this war? Right. Says analysts at the Institute for Study of War, a U.S.-based think tank, <laughs> said Tuesday that Putin may announce a second mobilization wave in the coming days, possibly as soon as January 18th. Uh, Zelensky and a senior Ukrainian official have repeatedly urged Western allies to provide heavily heavy military vehicles and weapons in order to help defeat Russia nearly Russia's nearly year-long onslaught. So uh, Poland, France, and the UK have pledged to send tanks to Ukraine. Really, France? Yeah, Finland. Really? Finland says it could also donate a small number of German-made Leopard <laughs> Two tanks to help. <laughs> Wow, they re-gifting tanks. Germany, <laughs> however, yeah. Germany, however, said last week that it has no plan to provide Ukraine with Leopard 2 tanks. Now, I did read that Germany did give Poland the okay to send tanks, though. Okay. Where do you think Poland gets their tanks from? Probably Germany. Probably Germany. So yeah. they don't want to look. Yeah. They're, they're but, like, but again, remember, Germany is in like this. They're still trying to figure out the, this Nord 2 like yeah, oil, they, they thing. don't so want to get their they, oil cut exactly, off more. Exactly, exactly. So they're like, no, absolutely, we won't give you tanks. Give them these tanks. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll resupply your tanks. Right. Well, we talked about that with other systems. We talked about the U.S. Like Poland was going to send a bunch of shit right, yeah. to Ukraine, but the U.S. promised to 
resupply them with yeah. new shit. Right, right. Yeah. So the U.S. isn't providing all this shit, but they are yeah. resupplying Poland, who's yeah. supplying Ukraine. So yeah. it's this Poland's always this fucking middleman yeah, type, right. type scenario because <laughs> they can't be blamed, right? No. no, you can't blame Poland for any atrocities at no. all ever. Uh, so. <laughs> That's that's the Zelensky thing. I don't want to talk about it too much because it seems like it's the same thing. It's no. like he gets up on the big screen and he's like, the war is going very badly. I need more of your money and your shit. Um, uh, we know that the economy sucks where you are, but we have this war and you need to give us billions and billions of dollars. And it's just like, so so is Ukraine like, are they the new Israel? Is that what this has become? You can't say that because that <laughs> means we're going to cut off shit to Israel and we're never going to cut no, off no, shit no, to no, Israel. No, no, no. You can't the, say they're the new Israel. No, they're, maybe they're, they're a, the another Israel. <laughs> Israel 2.0, yes, maybe? Yes, Israel 2.0 because Israel's in place to keep the extremist Muslims in place. Yeah. And now Ukraine is there to keep Russia Oh, yeah, in we've place. always said that Ukraine is our satellite. Yeah. Going well, to be the satellite for Eastern Europe, yeah. just like Israel is our satellite for uh, the Middle East, or, right. or something. and it really became so after you know we put the Nazis in because now yeah. we're committed. Oh yeah, you got to <laughs> once you put the Nazis in, you yeah. have to. That, that's to commitment a right there. <laughs> yes, I mean you can't turn back once you implement the yes. Nazis. So let's let's get into the fun stuff. So you're talking twenty five hundred of the richest people in the world. Yes, talking about equity and climate. While they're flying their thousands of jets and burning up the climate and yes. driving their yachts and and all this stuff. And they're responsible for all the inequality in the world oh, because they're, they're, they're the ones that consolidate the wealth to themselves. Yeah. And then they're like, well, guys, there's all this consolidation of wealth that we should be concerned about. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. It's like <laughs> their problem with the consolidation of wealth is there's not enough exactly. consolidation of wealth. Yeah, right. That's They when, want it more consolidated. Yeah, when they're talking about solutions to wealth consolidation, their yeah. solutions are the opposite of what we think. It's like, yeah. it's like you would think if they really want to really focus on like lower economies and stuff, they'd be like, oh, we got to boost uh, local e local economies, like the local businesses and right. the small businesses yeah. and the mom. No, they do the opposite. It's like we need to buy up all the mom yeah. and pop shops, and that's how we boost their yeah. economy. Yeah, it's like that's we're gonna put an Amazon in every town. Yes, <laughs> that doesn't boost their that boosts your exactly. economic wealth. Yeah, but not the local economy. And you never hear these big big time meetings that are like, oh, how how can we uh how can we save uh the poverty down in i don't know zimbabwe well i mean you could like boost their local uh shoe fact like right. shoe shops and yeah. rice, rice factories and no instead it's like well let's just and we we saw it in haiti and we yeah. talked about it. it's like let's just dump a bunch of cheap shit on them right. so then the local economy goes to shit yeah. and then they're sitting even worse but we made a lot of money right. and yeah. it looks good on us because yeah. we donate a lot of yeah. shit to them we'll send investors you know pay less shoe source walmart um uh footlocker in there to kind of Help boost their economy. Mm -hmm. It's going to create trillions of dollars and right. trillions in revenue for us. Yeah, right. So yeah. you've got, like I said, 2,500 of the richest people in the world. Do you have any idea what these people spend to go to this event to talk about the inequality of the world? <laughs> I can't even fathom. Do you want to know? I do. How I really much? do. Let me see if I can find find this one. Where'd it go? 
Davos 2023, breaking down the cost of attendance. This is from yahoofinance.com or finance.yahoo.com. My bad. Yahoo Finance's Dave Briggs breaks down the cost of attending the World Economic uh, Forum in Davos, Switzerland, from travel and lodging uh, costs to $43 hot dogs. Holy shit. 40, that's, that's worse it than baseball be games. That's worse than baseball <laughs> yeah, game hot is. dogs. You pay like 12 bucks for a hot dog at baseball. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that was fucking expensive. But it's baseball. You got to have a, uh, you a, have hot, a hot dog. dog. Uh, it says, all right, welcome back to what just happened. So this Wait, is like an interview. Do rich people even eat hot dogs? I didn't even think, I mean, you would think they'd be like, oh, well, I'm eating the last white bison. <laughs> Probably bison hot dogs. There I don't know. <laughs> it said maybe they're like, we want to feel like the poor people. Let's eat hot dogs. Um, says, I want you to close your eyes and picture Davos. Now, what comes to mind? For most, it's billionaires, CEOs, and lo uh, world leaders hobnobbing in the Alps. But not for me. It's the $43 hot dog or Caesar salad that's just short of 60 bucks for a Caesar salad. If the elevation doesn't take your breath away, the cost of the attending the WEF will. As Amex says, membership has its privilege. And before you can buy a ticket for 19 grand Holy shit. for a ticket, $19,000 for a ticket, you must first be a member of the World Economic Forum, which costs $52,000 a year to become a member. So all these companies that are like, oh, we're partners with the WF's like, oh, these guys are our partners. They're on the same level with us. Well, that's because they spent $52,000 to be on the same level. Yeah. It's, it's not that they're doing all the right things. It's that they are they're yeah. sending. Basically, they pay $52,000 for the World Economic Forum to say they're doing a good job. You should buy shit from them because yep. they're saving the world. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're out $71,000 before you even slip into your $1,000 Canada goose jacket. If you're going to fly 4,000 miles, you've got to go the extra mile to attend private sessions with your peers. And that privilege requires industry associate status, another $137,000 for the week. So um, there's like extra perks, like VIP perks and right. like these these like inner circle meetings and those are hundreds of thousands of more dollars. Oh, you want to shake hands with Klaus Schwab? Yeah. So the 19,000 is just to get in the yeah, door. Gotcha. But if you want to like bump shoulders with the elites, you got to be in the, the associate status for yeah. another 137,000. So unless you're riding solo, like Jason Derulo, uh, you'll want a wingman or a woman, which the WF calls industry partners with that add on. We're now over a quarter of a million dollars. What about a crew of, say, five? Strategic partner status sets you back more than half a million dollars, and we still haven't had a cold drink. So so the 19000 is just to go by yourself. If you right. want to bring a group, it's like a lot more money because you got to get like company status. Yeah. Like you got to register your company, not right. just individually. Says a hotel, we're not talking about a real palace here, $500 a night bare minimum. And most VIPs would not dare stay at a hymen-like hotel. WEF VIPs prefer private chalets, which go for $140,000 a week. Jeez. Of course, there isn't a subway into Davos, and don't air, dare ask CEOs to walk. A chauffeur-driven Mercedes for the week, actually a bargain at $10,000 to get your you've chauffeured around for the yeah. week. Uh, the mode of transport, though, that truly defines Davos is the private jet. 
uh, says more than a thousand of those flew into the environmentally focused conference this week. And if you don't own your own jet, that uh, sets you back $70,000 round trip. So if you don't own a jet, you're at least paying $70,000. Yeah. Despite these eye-popping numbers, what you're hearing from execs from all industries is they're packing in six months to a year's worth of face-to-face -face meetings in one trip and will happily fork over the cash this time next year. So that's what you're looking at. You're looking at millions of dollars yeah. spent it, to go it to these seems things. Like in the age of Skype, there might be a better way. Well, that's this. that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> I, it, it's like you you got all this shit that mm. and and not to mention that now Microsoft this year, Microsoft alone, because each each company that goes there wants to updo another oh, outdo absolutely. another yeah. country. Microsoft put on a private Sting concert for its 50 people that it brought. So they brought in Sting Holy fuck. just for 50 people. So what do you think? I, I don't know the exact cost of that, but just off the top of your head, that's probably at least a million dollars that uh, they had least, to pay him. Yeah, yeah. Now, Microsoft laid off 10,000 people last year. What do you think <laughs> those people think that the Microsoft I, execs got a private Sting I, I concert? I picture that meme of that bald guy going like this. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So we're worried about all this equity and yeah. all the poor, and that's what we're here to discuss. But we're spending millions of dollars yeah. and burning up so much carbon and having yeah. Sting perform for private people. concerts for 50 people. After, like you said, laying off thousands of people. Tens of thousands, Tens of, of, people. thousands of people. That one company. Yeah. How many how many people across well, all I of these mean, companies? We know, we know Meta laid off a lot of people. Mm -hmm. We know uh, Elon Musk laid off a bunch of Elon people. Elon Musk didn't, wasn't invited this year, oh, just well, so you know. It doesn't surprise me no, at all. He's so. not in, he's he's not in, in the outs. Yeah, so like you said, why aren't they doing the shit virtually? Right. Like, yeah. wouldn't it make sense? Yeah. I mean, they did if they it in 2020. That much, if they cared that much for the environment, absolutely. They did it in 2020, absolutely. remember? Right. Like during COVID, and it was, it was such a splash. It was such, I think we even played a couple clips yeah. from it. It was just like super, super yeah. gay. Um, but yeah, why couldn't they not fly their jets? Like they've talked about, oh, all these big strides of advancement yeah. technology with virtual meetings and virtual like work from home. Yeah. It's like, why aren't you having yeah. your big old meeting virtually? You can even yeah. charge tens of thousands of dollars to do it i don't care at least yeah. you're not burning up the environment yeah. you'll probably save a few bucks um you might not get chauffeured around but yeah. you get chauffeured around anyway so what's the big fucking deal right. but yeah it just makes more sense it's two reasons what's that status mm -hmm. right if you're in you're in right oh well we went to davos this year oh shit right right <laughs> number two you can't hack live meeting i mean that's fair too that's right. fair, but but I think the biggest thing is it's that it's not just business meetings. No, fuck no, no. It, it, it's um, it, it's it's like the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. The people that go to see the Super Bowl, Super Bowl for nerds, are like maybe like two percent of them are actually football fans, right? Right. I mean, this is for a chance for people to go. They have parties. They show off. They brag. Yes. Well, I did kill ten thousand people. Uh, you know. I mean, it, it's just like. It's a dick swinging. It contest, is a dick swinging contest. I did want to get into the parties, the after yes. parties, and the after after parties because mm -hmm. apparently Davos is not short of its infamous parties. It sounds like some eyes wide shut shit. <laughs> you know, it's got to be fucking weird. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you hear of like Bohemian Grove. Yeah, and the shit that they do there. Yeah. This has to be fucking weird. These yeah. guys are rich, and they probably got beat up a lot as. <laughs> 
teens and yes. shit in high school and became what they are, you know they're into some weird yeah. shit. Yeah. But I, I don't want to know because it doesn't say exactly, but I, I do know that it is a big drunk fest after hours. Oh, they, sure. they, it's like At nerds. Least. It's like nerds. Uh, uh, Burning Man, pretty much. Because <laughs> this is from uh, Vanity Fair. This is actually back in 2016, but it talks about Davos and its famous or infamous parties returning this week. It says politicians beleaguered by one crisis after another and 0.01 percenters battered by global markets need a pick-me-up and thankfully the ultimate ego boost is, boost is just around the corner. The WF, uh, the annual Oscar for world leaders, CEOs, billionaires, and celebrities just socially conscious enough to wrangle an invite kicks off Wednesday in the Swiss Alps. Again, this was year, five, six, eight years ago now. Eight years ago. Surely there's enough for the rich and powerful to chew on as about a thousand chief executives, 40 world leaders, and Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> descend on the tiny village of Davos for a few days. The world economy is on the brink. Interest rates are rising. Wow, that's, nothing has changed. I know, right? They keep going to these things <laughs> to say how to change. Yeah. And you could read this probably six years from now, yeah. and it's going to sound exactly yep. the same. There's a refugee crisis. Uh, interest rates are rising. Yeah. The American electorate is cycling through a clown car of candidates gunning to lead the free world in less than a year. Yeah. Nothing has yeah. changed in the last seven, eight years. Yes. <laughs> Inequality is widening at such a scale that just 62 individuals own much as much wealth as the 3.6 billion people in the bottom. And they're all at Davos. They're all fucking at Davos. 62 of the thousands there own as much as 3.6 billion people in the bottom half of the world's income stratosphere, it says. But don't worry, they're here to party. It says, so the likes of Joe Biden, John Kerry, Dave Cameron, and Benjamin Netanyahu, um, all these people, well, I am made it that year too. So I, I, he's but nobody else is completely irrelevant here. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's high celebrity status yeah. there. He is their go to celebrity. Will I am. Yo Mama was there. Kevin Spacey was there back then. Oh, so this shit. was, that's telling you something. Uh, Bono was there. Bill Gates and Leonardo DiCaprio for days of panels and talks and presentations at which to discuss the greatest issues of the day among the greatest minds and powers and bank account holders. And yet we're still here. <laughs> entirely important as those discussions may be, they would be entirely boring and unappealing to the vast majority of the world if not for the rather infamous parties that take place each year in Davos, turning a civilized meeting of the most sought-after minds into Coachella by dark. There are corporate parties for which companies like Yahoo and McKinsey reportedly shell out millions of dollars to throw flashy events like private sting concerts, inconveniently located hotels that take hours to get to on the town's icy roads. Then there are the private dinners, wine parties, and late night uh, held on side streets in chalets, chalets, penthouses, and cigar bars, hidden from the majority of da Davos revelers. Finance bigwigs, Russian oligarchs, not this year, uh, and Silicon Valley kings alike are reduced to middle schoolers with social anxiety waiting to see if they will get an invitation to the most exclusive of parties, for the guest lists have been painstakingly pruned. And for good reason. In years past, Skybridge Capital's Anthony Scaramucci underwrote a 2011 wine party in which the world's most expensive and highly rated wines were guzzled down, according to reporter and reveler Felix Salmon, resulting in what was basically a drunken mess. 
<laughs> says, uh, at which the killers and Mary J. Blige got the world's plutocrats to, to the dance floor. How hopefully the lights were low, it says. Um, then there was 2013 when Sean Parker had a taxidermy themed party, which the Napster founder and Facebook investor team spent two days transforming Dole Davo space into one with stuffed animal heads with lasers in their eyes. Okay, that sounds badass. So ta it's taxidermy. It's like <laughs> yeah, actual right. animals, yeah. like stuffed that taxidermy with animals lasers with lasers in their eyes and yeah. a, a dance party. <laughs> um, it says, uh, let's see, John Legend played according to Henry Blodgett and mixologist entertainer liquid chefs were flown in from London. Last year, a financier's party got shut down by Swiss police by at 2 AM and the DJ was ordered to shut off the music. Bartenders by that point had gone through all the liquor des designated for the night and the supply and reserve for the following night's soiree. Jeez. This year will likely be no different, according to insiders. The corporate parties will rage on, but more excitedly, so will the chalet dinners, the post-dinner cocktail party, and the major bashes on Friday evening. Once the sessions are over, for which some titans fly, and women from around the world to entertain the predominantly male attendees. Well, Spacey and Biden, I didn't know Biden was attending these things right, back yeah. then, but when he was back, when he wasn't After president, PT, he was going. Yeah. Uh, says, will Spacey and Biden drunk hold hands ice skating down Davo streets? I would love to see that. I'd pay to see that. Yeah, right. Will DiCaprio tap Draghi and Trudeau for his pussy posse? <laughs> Can you imagine Justin Trudeau and the pussy posse? <laughs> um, what will Cameron, who will know, who we know knows how to have a good time, get up to? Will we ever find out how well I am scored an invitation? All will be revealed in time. So that's that's the party. And yeah. One of the things to point out is the women flown in from around the yeah. world to entertain. Right. And knowing knowing the people that you have there. Yes. Specifically, yeah, I mean, you got Kevin Spacey there. But it, it makes you think, like, how close were Biden and Kevin Spacey, right? Now right. that you know everything you know about Kevin Spacey. Yeah, what is Kevin Spacey doing at this yeah, fucking thing? I'm picking up. Yeah, I know he played yeah. a politician. Right. He and maybe that's it, you know? <laughs> maybe maybe Joe Biden wanted to be Kevin Spacey right. on uh, what was that show? Uh, House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> he saw himself yeah. as that. Now, knowing what you know about the people, the types of people that are there, though, yeah, you think maybe a little bit of possibly I don't know sex trafficking yeah. might be no, taking I, place. I, I'm sure around yeah. there. I, I'm sure. Ep I'm surprised Epstein's name's not mentioned quite a bit in these things. Yeah, uh, he probably is. He's just. Um, He's probably got an anonymous name. Yeah. yeah. He's, he probably throws, used to throw the events before he died. Now, I don't know if you saw something about Prime 2, Stavo, just 2500 night. That sounds fair. $2,500. Yeah. Scores of sex workers swarmed to the Swiss ski resort town to offer their services to the rich and powerful this week. Now, I, I don't know what I, – I don't give a shit about legalization of prostitution. Right, right. To each their own, whatever. I don't fucking care. How much of this do you think is against her will, sex trafficking oh, type shit? Most of it, for sure. Probably yes. most of it, yes. Yeah. You got the wealthiest of the wealthy. Yeah. And you also have – like at Davos, at the World Economic Forum, they have these – 
uh, forums or these like panels, like there's specifically a panel on ending modern slavery, which specifically talks about sex trafficking. They have an award. The World Economic Forum has an award for like the person that did the best to like battle sex trafficking. Sure. Yet you've got these people by night going out and spending twenty five hundred dollars yeah. on hookers. Yeah. And it's like. That is just the like the tip of the iceberg yeah. of the hypocrisy there. Yeah, right. it's, just, it's just like, hey, yeah. we got to end sex slavery. But hey, uh, yeah. apparently, apparently, when you're at these dinner parties and shit, all you got to do is like look at some person, like server or something, and point at the ceiling, I guess, and that that's the symbol to bring you a a hooker. Huh? Yeah. So they have like their own hand signal, like hooker yeah. hand signals. Like, all right, give give me another one. Another one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. It says one prostitute who goes by the name Liana told German newspaper that she frequently provides services to American attendees at Davos to an American attendee at Davos who pays her seventy seven hundred fifty dollars per hour or twenty five hundred dollars to spend the whole night. I want to know who that fucking is. Yeah, right. It's the same person. She she's like his personal hooker. Yeah. Um, that she dresses in business attire in order to blend in with the crowd at the WEF gathering. A woman who manages an escort service based in the Swiss town of Argua, which is located 100 miles from Davos, told 20, 20 Minuten, which is, I guess, like 60 minutes in uh, probably Davos. I don't okay. know. She received 11 bookings and 25 inquiries, and that was just the beginning. Some also book escorts for themselves and their employees to party in the hotel suite, the manager said. Hmm. Says a gentleman, a, gen a German sex worker took to Twitter to describe her experience mingling with the Davos crowd. Date in Switzerland during hashtag WWF. <laughs> I think you screwed up yeah, your right. hashtag there. <laughs> WEF. would be a whole different part. Yes. Means looking at the gun muzzles of security guards in hotel corridor at 2 a.m. And then sharing the giveaway chocolates from the restaurant with them and gossiping about the rich. Hashtag Davos. Hashtag WWE or WEF, the sex worker, Salmon Balthus wrote. So what do you think about, what do you think? Do you think this person's still alive? She <laughs> tweeted out and no. hashtagged Davos and WEF that she was yeah. a high-priced hooker. No, I, I don't think so. No, she disappeared, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, it says, it says Balthus, who said she is staying at a hotel near Davos, refused to divulge the names of her clients. Believe best. me, you don't want to get into litigation with them. But she's she's yeah. fine tweeting it out right. and hashtagging it. But she's like, you don't want to get into yeah, anything legal right. with these guys. She tweeted that politicians are unlikely to solicit the services of a prostitute. I don't believe that for yeah, one no second. They have neither the time nor the desire. Bullshit. Bullshit. We know politicians. Yeah. Well, th unless they bring their own interns. You know, uh, that's right? probably true. It's like, why pay for them when right. we can just... Uh, they probably Lord have their own them. private uh, yeah. section where their own girls are just But it's already... the corporate people, you know. It's yeah. After they see Sting, they, they want to go grab <laughs> well, obviously. prostitutes. You have to choose between a drug, sex, or political power, she continued. The latter is stronger. It doesn't leave room for other interests and eats up people completely. No, when you have political power, then you also have mm, the drug and sex power exactly, on top of that. Yeah. Stop kidding yourself, yeah. Balthus, the sex <laughs> worker, because we know it's not true. I don't know what they paid you to say yeah, right. that politicians don't Do drugs have time for sex. drugs and yeah, sex because right. they're all about the power. Yeah. Because with 
great power comes great drugs and sex, pretty much. Exactly. I think that's how the quote I, goes. I think that's pretty correct. True. Yes. In 2020, a Swiss law enforcement officer told the Times of London that at least 100 sex workers traveled to Davos in anticipation of the week-long event. So for them, it's just like, um, it's almost yeah. like the lottery. They're like right. standing, you know, you remember the, the, you don't remember, well, you probably remember, you're fucking old, but the, the lines for work during the Great Depression you see in the movies and stuff where people are just like, I'm not that old. <laughs> I know, but, but like a truck comes on, it's like, I'll take five. And they're like, right. oh, me, me. Yeah, right, right. That's yeah, what yeah. it seems like the sex workers yeah. right. are like in Davos. Yeah. They're like standing outside the gates yeah. of, be like, um, you, 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 do, do I have a redhead? Okay, yeah, let's get you up now, here. I specifically need a brunette with three freckles on her on yeah. her left ass cheek. Now, <laughs> right, yeah. do we got anybody like that? She's like, I got four on my right. It's like, nah. Yeah. Uh, no, I need three on the left. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, you know, the degeneracy that goes on there oh, has yes. to be beyond anything we can yeah. comprehend. I mean, again, these are the people that think they are top of the world. Yeah, right. They can do whatever the fuck exactly. they want. I mean, when you think about like, like the the roman days or the greek days i mean what those guys did oh, i mean the, the debauchery that was involved right i mean these guys think they're on the same level right right so we need to wrap this thing up how i mean I, we could probably talk for hours just about the degeneracy that yeah. takes place here now what's more intriguing to you the degeneracy or the things they actually talk about I think they go hand in hand. They do. <laughs> I mean, that's just obvious, like the hypocrisy right there. Yeah. Hey, um, we're going to give you a, uh, an award for fighting sex trafficking. Hey, have the hookers gone here yet? I mean, it's just ridiculous to me. <laughs> on a side, unrelated note, uh, the hookers will be on, in, <laughs> yeah. on display in room three. Yeah. Congratulations on fighting sex slavery. We're going to give you 10 hookers. <laughs> you saved five sex workers this year <laughs> yeah. we're gonna give and you we've 10. given them all to you we've given you 10 <laughs> for doubling that yeah i mean that's just that's just maybe just maybe they here. saved by paying these hookers twenty five hundred dollars right? a month maybe that's what we are we are giving back yeah we are helping you because you're not like you don't have to work down on the street level yeah. where it's dangerous and gross exactly. and you can get like um like poor people aids you you can get the high the high class aids that <laughs> right, we exactly. offer you instead yeah. like we're doing you a favor and yeah. that's why we're giving ourselves awards <laughs> because we're we're helping you yeah I mean, it's that, yeah. I mean, that's the mentality that it they is. Have. It the is the same mentality that they're like, no, we're going to help save the environment, save the yeah. world from from uh, all the carbon emissions. That we created yeah. by paying ourselves amongst each other yeah. to to transition to other shitty uh, yeah. sources. They're the same people that are like, we're going to save the world from sex work by paying these sex workers yeah. more and making Absolutely. their lives yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. I don't know. That, that That's how yeah. they save things yeah. is just by throwing money. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, John Kerry said it right there. Money, 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 money. money, money. money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the theme of this whole thing. It's like, so how do we end uh, the sex slavery? Money, 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 money. More money. Just give them more money. Right. How do we save the environment? Just more fucking more money. Just throw money at it. Just lots of yeah, money. It's the height of entitlement right yes. there. You know, and to me, like you, we talked about, 99% of the problems right there. So this, this I uh, think, is the last article I want to cover. Um, it talks about... I'm not going to get into the sensible because it talks about the sensible and bizarre things that come out of Davos 23. We've already talked about as sensible as it gets. Yeah, right, right, right. I want to, I want to 
hit what they consider bizarre because i mean it it, it calls it out right here it's insanity on display because it says um john Kerry, former senator and former secretary of state and now chief climate alarmist for the biden administration said in so many words tuesday during his world economic forum rant that it, it's too late to save the planet from global warming <laughs> what so why the fuck are we even here <laughs> Yeah, he claimed climate programs still need more money, 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 money. 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 But it's too late, but let's keep throwing money yeah, at That's so stupid. Doesn't even make sense then. It says the only reason he's not the worst person in the world is because he has so much competition at Davos. Yeah, no shit. So it gets into him and how, because it talks about, uh, this is what he actually said. He's not convinced that we're going to get there in time to do what the scientists said, which is avoid the worst consequences of the crisis, meaning that he doubts the global temp will stay under the cap of 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial temperatures set by scientists. Yet he continues to crusade for the cause that he hopes to strip Westerners of both their wealth and, yes, as he said, money seven times um, and freedom to move about. With absolutely zero self-awareness, the man who flies private jets has multiple homes, which most of us would consider mansions, and more cars than most families, and up until a few years ago owned a yacht, preached about the way we live, and thundered against the incredible sort of destructive process of growth that we interpret it. The growth, the way we interpret it. He called it robber baron growth. He's preaching to the fucking robber yeah. baron. That yeah. They're not going to change. It's not like you're going to get in front of a bunch of robber barons and be like, you know, the problem with the world is all the robber barons right. coming from a robber baron. Right. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, I feel like I should change my ways. Right. Yeah. No, they're like, how can we make more money? <laughs> right. Exactly. They're, they're probably, it's like, it's all because of the robber barons. They're like, woo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> you get that one drunk guy and they're like, not yet. That's the after party. <laughs> yeah. Right. I hear there's cameras. It says, uh, no less nauseating was the performance of another failed U.S. candidate, Al Gore, the mother of the global warming cult. <laughs> he came off like a crazy uncle that, that the family tries to keep away from the outside world. <laughs> Author and columnist Michael Walsh said that Gore is a man who appears to need help. During his tirade, Gore gesticulated wildly, his face reddening, his voice rising. The former vice president of the U.S. became a man in the deadly grip of panic, violent, superstitious reaction to the weather. We re we, we heard it. He's yes. talking about the rain bombs. It was fabulous. It gets into uh, the hypocrisy of it all because it says, Washington Post columnist James Bovard denounced an even more sinister turn, a plot by Davos crowd to curtail freedom of speech and the press. So this is the part that you don't see right. coming out of the w like the WF's website's not like oh one of the things that come out of here is the curbing of free speech right, and yeah. uh, the censoring of the media and right. stuff like that because it says if you expect billionaires and political weasels to save the earth then you'll love the WF at Davos Switzerland the Swiss government assigned up to five thousand Swiss troops to protect its attendees except from prostitutes charging twenty five hundred dollars a night. Self-worship is obligatory in Davos. John Kerry, Joe Biden's special envoy, hailed his fellow attendees as extraterrestrial for their devote or devotion to saving the Earth. So John Kerry called them extraterrestrials. <laughs> Not sure that that's a good thing. Never mind, they all flew in private jets. WF is whooping up the Great Reset, building back better so that economies could emerge greener and fairer out of the pandemic. But people around the globe are still recovering from the last time the WEF stampeded policymakers. 
WF was hugely influential championing every form of COVID control from lockdowns to vaccine mandates, observed Jeffrey T uh, Tucker of Brownstone Institute. Freedom of speech is the, <clears throat> is the greatest barrier to inflicting the Great Reset. According to the biggest peril the self-proclaiming global shapers are targeting is the clear and present danger of disinformation. The WEF is calling for a global framework to regulate harm online. Jeez. The star of the panel was New York Times publisher A.G. Schultzberger, who proclaimed that disinformation is the most existential of every other major challenge that we are grappling with as a society. So all these other, what did you call them? Poly, poly crises? Yes. Peril. Like, don't even measure up to the existential threat of, of disinformation. Wow. Like, global wow. warming. Um, poor people starving. To, none of that yeah. has anything on disinformation wow. says when we make mistakes we acknowledge them in public and we correct them except for russiagate it's 1619 project fairy tale and a few dozen other howlers former new york times editor jill abramson slammed the times for being part of the davos uh, corporate circle jerk <laughs> the davos pro censorship fervor was epitomized by panelist vera javora european commission's vice president she declared that the U.S. will soon have laws prohibiting illegal hate speech, just like Europe has. The WEF's global framework to regulate harm online means worldwide censorship. But the WEF offers one of the best illustrations of how denunciations of disinformation are self-serving shams. This bizarre notion was no WEF aberration. Last July, WEF proposed slashing ownership of private vehicles around the globe, and then there was their pitch to save the planet by having people eat insects instead of red meat. According to the WEF, individual freedom is luxury that citizens can no longer afford. Would-be tyrants can always find lofty pretexts to enchant their vi enchain their victims. Yes, John Kerry, you are extraterrestrials. Uh, from one of... Those movies where aliens try to conquer the earth. Yeah, basically. So, I mean, that just says it all. It's just yeah. like the WEF is concerned that we can no longer afford the luxury of individual freedoms. Mm -hmm. While all of them have more individual freedoms and more individual assets and possessions yeah. and cars and shit than all of the rest of the globe. Yeah. <laughs> but us driving private vehicles. Right. That's a problem. Is the problem. Right. I mean, us having private domiciles is yeah, the problem, right? We should be renting out our spaces, yeah, like working three shifts. Where, uh, there, I mean, there's no yeah. need for us, me, to possess this house, right, by myself we for don't my need family. Property. Yeah, I could work first shift, and my family could go to school first shift, and then, yeah. um, you could be sleeping in this place, right, and possessing it for that eight hours, yeah. and then the next family could be coming in. Like, there's no need for private property. Right. There's yeah, a, absolutely and this not. is all coming from the people that own the most fucking private right. property. Yeah. But it's just like during the pandemic when you had celebrities in their mansion being like, you know, it's rough being locked in during this time, but we're willing to take this risk to save. Well, they have the a we Starbucks loved. inside. Right. They got, their yeah, Starbucks. They got the pool and basketball courts. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just it, it's guys. We got we, you got to stop going to public gyms. Yeah. Get private gyms like me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guys, we gotta go stop going out yeah. and eating out. Right. Get private restaurants. Or who, like who is the the um was Stephen Colbert who was like, well, you know, I'm not really worried about gas prices because I have an electric vehicle. You know, it's I like, mean, fuck you, dude. Yeah, I know. It, it it just shows the detachment between the inequality that's out there that they don't even see. 
it's again the the twenty six hundred people there could single handedly yeah save right like end starvation end yeah. world hunger just by all of them pitching in like one yeah. percent of their wealth right one percent yeah it leaves them ninety nine fucking percent one percent they all all pitch in yeah everybody is is doing all right. and that might sound kind of communist to you I'm not saying like order them to I'm saying yeah. these are the people that are supposedly concerned about it but these greatest are the people, minds in the world right greatest minds in the world coming together to figure out how to tackle world hunger and climate yeah. crisis 23 years later it's still there yeah all of it yeah the, the same fucking people right i'd argue worse fucking than what it was before yeah oh absolutely yeah. it's just like guys why are we getting why are we getting further from our goal right. yeah. like what was it gender equality is up to 132 yeah. years before right. well, it had to be the pandemic obviously obviously it's the pandemic not all us rich white dudes here yeah. propositioning hookers to come <laughs> right <in. Yeah. laughs> i don't know how how did it how did how did we get here? Where I, I think it's always been there. I think it's just something that with technology we're able to pay attention to. Now. I think it gets worse though, too. Oh, it does. It like, does. I I'd like to know the numbers of like the exact data on wealth consolidation from when the World Economic Forum started 50 years ago right. until now yeah because these are the people that are like guys we're gonna do it this is yeah. this is our year we're gonna right. we're gonna tackle inequality and then next year more yeah. wealth inequality right uh more concentrated wealth to those people then the following year it's like guys we, we got to tackle this inequality thing yeah. uh we can come up with these solutions and we'll also make money off it and then the next year it's <laughs> like wow Wow, there's, there's so much more inequality now, <laughs> but we need to tackle this. That just means and, we need harder. <laughs> and the the, the uh, environment is burning a lot. And we, I mean, do you think, do you think a lot of, do you think any of them at least have maybe sort of a delusion that they are doing good? Or you think it's all just sinister? Like, let's just collect the wealth and say we're doing good. No, I, I think they, they have a delusion that they, they are doing something. At least some of them yes. possibly yeah. have been told. Yeah, the BlackRock guys, they, they don't care. No, BlackRock, <laughs> no, they know they're fucking it yeah. up. Amazon, they know yeah. they're fucking up the, the economy. They, yeah. Those people know. Yeah. But I think some of them are like, yeah, we're doing like yeah. somebody patted him on the back. Hey, good job. It's yeah. like, oh, I did do a good yeah, job. Right. I went to the World Economic yeah. Forum. I, I am saving the planet. Yeah. We we did talk about the gender gap and we did talk about, you know, um inequality and, and green stuff. So I mean something had to have happened, right? Right? Yeah, things are things are looking positive. Uh the economy's looking positive because I, I heard right. I heard from the guy from uh um What's the big bank? The Sachs. Uh, Goldman, Goldman Sachs. Sachs guy yeah. was the one that was like, guys, everything's looking up yeah. because y'all y'all made profit, right? Hey. And they go back home like, guys, hey, everybody don't worry. We made yeah. profit. So Goldman Sachs guy right. says things are looking yeah. up. Things, things are better than what we thought. We're doing we're doing okay. Yeah. It's it's cautiously positive or so, yeah. whatever right, whatever right. fucking stupid yeah. term they, they set for that. But it's completely delusional. It, it's all delusion. Yeah. It's all their Yeah. I mean, you got probably higher ups than them like we don't mm. even know the people that control right. that because they're not in no total control no. there's the people that we don't know about because yeah. we're not allowed to they're know they're the about. ones that are too smart to be seen in public yes there. they're the ones that are like no you are doing a good job i'm like oh we yeah. are doing a good job yeah. and this is this is what you need to be doing oh this is what we need to right. be doing yeah. but i i think there is a large number of 
greedy sinisterness in this too. It's just oh, like, fuck yes. Yeah, money. Yeah. Don't worry. We're making money and we look good. Yeah. That's what this yeah. thing's about. Yeah. So. so it's a win-win. Yes. It's a win-win. So final thoughts on Davos delusion of 2023. If there's anything that that makes me lose all hope in humanity, it's seen Davos. <laughs> I mean, the Oscars are bad. The Grammys are bad. The Emmys are bad. They all make me sick. But Davos, I think, tops them all. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least yes to say the least and, and and yes you hit it on the head you want to save the world nuke fucking davos this time next year there you go yes and and i guarantee you the world will be a better place rain bombs on davos yes rain all bombs the sixty thousand hiroshima bombs that are in the atmosphere right yes. now drop them all on davos yep and 98 percent of our problems go watch away. watch the world flourish yeah i mean that's the great reset we need yes, right there. Absolutely. Not the great reset they are yeah. they are proposing there at the WF. We need to just, just get rid of all them fuckers. Yeah. And then, yeah, it, I mean, there's going to be growing pains. We're going to have to rebuild. I mean, we've come to this like hyper industrialized, hyper uh, yeah, uh, corporate world. And once you take those all out, yeah, it's going to be rough for a while. Yeah. But it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be fucking beautiful. It will. it will. It'll be like like when they did the lock it down pandemics. We'll see dolphins swimming in Venice, <laughs> yes. whale in San Francisco's. Yes. Well, that's why these they're <laughs> so afraid of protectionism in countries and uh, uh, nationalism in countries because then their globalist agenda, uh, it's null and void. It's like yeah. once countries are just like, nah, fuck you, yeah. uh, I'm going to lock after my own. And then yeah. you get like the United States where you get like Texas that's like, fuck the rest of the United States. We're going <laughs> right. to take care of our own. <laughs> right. And then you get, yeah, it gets down to the local level where mm. people like us are like, you know, fuck you. I'm going to stop buying from Amazon. I'm going to start by, stop buying from yeah. Walmart and support the, that's when things get ugly for them because yeah. things, and that's when a new pandemic has to come, obviously right. to shut everything back down. Right. And how many, I mean, which of those panels do you think they sit in and they figure out, okay, these are the politicians we need to get rid of to kind of extend our our reach, right? I mean, <laughs> that, they got there. rid of the Brazilian guy, yeah, right? right? You know, Trump's gone. Biden's next. You yeah. know, Biden's next. Biden's got to be next. He's yeah, just causing hate, too many the problems. Haiti guy's gone. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um, Sri Lanka is yeah. gone. <laughs> yeah, Italy's going to be next. You oh, know, yeah. uh, Poland. <laughs> yep, it's all it's all going. Well, that's why they're they're. They're hoping Poland gets nuked by Russia. That's why <laughs> right. they're shipping that's all the tanks <laughs> through Poland. Yeah. They're like, well, we're just going to make them the bad guy, yeah. obviously. <laughs> so that's, wasn't it Auschwitz? No, that was in Austria, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, that oh, was right. Austria. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Poland wasn't innocent either, though. No, so Poland was not They had innocent. their own. Yes. That's all the time we got for this. That's all I want to spend on Davos because I don't give a shit. Yeah. The most I give a shit is, guys, we got it. We I mean, if anybody knows a good, like, nuclear arsonist, yes. Next year, this time, yes. I'm not. I'm not saying do it, but next yeah. year, this time, I got a good. I yeah. got a. I got a good location yeah. for you. I can give you the if coordinates. You, and if you go to Davos, Davos, gee, Davos, if Davos. You're, you go with Davos, and you want to save the world, wear a bomb, <laughs> please, a pig. Big Save humanity, bomb. take out Davos. We're going. We're going to get somebody knocking we on our door for sure. <laughs> Make sure you check us out all over social media. If you want to know where the FBI can find us, they can find us at our social media handle, which is at Break the Bell Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to all that at our website, which is 
BreakTheBellPod.com. Check it out. Share, like, subscribe. Do all the things we tell you to do so we can be as uh, prominent as the WEF. I know. Yeah. I don't want. I, I don't want to be that. <laughs> we'll at have all. our own Davos. Yes, we're gonna have. <laughs> we're gonna have our own Davos next year this time. So uh, we need to have our own big, big party. We do. We do. Big party of nobodies to at the same time as Davos yes. too. We're gonna have like the the competition like yeah. to Davos and it's going to be so much smaller and so much more <laughs> awesome though. Um, make sure you check us out, share, like subscribe. Like I said, um, be back here next week, same time, same channel, 7 PM central standard time for another fun filled episode where you can learn all the fun stuff that we uh, want to just vomit all over you. <laughs> Otherwise we've got our morning show Tuesdays and Thursdays when we feel like it, which is the two scoops morning show. Um, it's at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. It's with me and Dan Smots of the System Is Down podcast. Otherwise, we got the re weekend wrap-up. We got we got a lot of shows. Lot check of out all our shows. Check out all our shit. Um, just check it out and share it. That's all we ask of you. Uh, we will catch you. You got anything else? Any final uh, thoughts? No, I, I think we, we didn't get into the Tony Blair thing with the vaccine uh, thing. Shit, but, but there's so much. There's so much. Tony Blair so. wants to track you your vaccine status. Yeah, That's yeah. about where that comes. Yeah. That's, Tony Blair showed up, and I'm like, why is Tony Blair, Blair yeah. there? And he's like, we need to track your vaccine yeah. status globally. And I'm like, okay, that's why Tony Blair is yeah, there. So, right. yeah, there you go. There's Tony Blair. In a nutshell, yes. yes. We covered Tony Blair. <laughs> Are we allowed to get out of here? Yeah, I think so. Have a great rest of your week. Go do something more beneficial than the Davos. Yes. Just pick up a piece of trash off the grass. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's it. That's <laughs> That'll it. work. That'll do it. That's it. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.